When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's show is brought to you by Magic Mind. Visit magicmind.co slash WATP and use the updated promo code WATP for 20% off your one-time purchase and 50% off a subscription when stacked with subscription discounts on the site. Magicmind.co slash WATP. I'm a fucking D-lister at best. Yeah, I dabble in the internet. I've dabbled all over the place. And now I feel like a fucking asshole, dude. Episode 423. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W. W-A-T-P! Hello, everybody, it's the Cousins. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that doesn't think stuttering John's kids are losers. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, the man who stopped Kevin from sending Shuli the link from the All Apologies podcast, it is Trucker Andy. Hey, let's talk shit. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch us do the show live Wednesdays at 5, Saturdays at 2 p.m. You can also watch them after we're done recording them so you don't have to watch them on my schedule. You can watch them on your schedule. We have another bonus episode. Easy for you to say 15? Number 15. Wow. The 15th installment of Easy for You to Say and Easy for Me to Clip. Yeah. I have to say. We only got book. 33 more to go, dude. <laughs> I love this book so much. We're going to do that Thursday. So if you're on Patreon or Supercast, you can get that. Also, you can become a member on YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can see that join button. Go ahead and hit that. Become a member and you get the bonus episodes. That way as well. Tickets are on sale for the Magic Bag. Friday, September 15th. I keep forgetting to put the link in the show notes. Carl, put the link in the show notes. Future (laughs) Carl. Thursday Carl. Uh, WATPlive.com is where you can go and get your tickets for the Magic Bag. I'm very much looking forward to that. It's going to sell out. It is selling well. It is selling very well. Tickets are moving. There's a velocity to these tickets. Also, we encourage our listeners to go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review podcasts, and then shit all over us in the comment section, because that's the funny part. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Tiger Belly. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get it started. The show hosted by Bobby Lee and Kalila Kuhn, and we've actually reviewed this show years ago. Yeah. But I thought it was time for a revisit, because at the time that we reviewed this, Bobby and Kalila were a couple, were an mm-hmm. item. They have since broken up. Okay. And Kalila doesn't seem like a good person. <laughs> Just the way that she's kind of cucked Bobby Lee and I don't know. A lot of rumors and speculation out there. I, I don't know everything that there is to know I by any means. I have some clips that support that theory. Okay, good. I'm glad you do because I want to get our thing started today, if you don't mind. Yes, please. Because I watched the most recent episode and they have Burt Kreischer on. And Burt Kreischer has been podcasting forever. 
He's on everyone's show all the time. He should be good at podcasting at this point. You would think. You would think he'd get better and better. He seems to be getting worse and worse. And it actually is shocking to me how frustrating the first five minutes of this episode was to get through. And I have to present this as a package. And then we can move on from that. Sure. You guys okay with that? Please. Oh, and I should mention up front, I meant to say this. Uh, I talked to Suttering John yesterday for the first time ever in my life. I went on Miserable's Company, and John came on. I couldn't believe it. I really did not expect that to happen. Sorry, KB. I was shocked. And uh, so I got to hang out and talk to Suttering John for about an hour and 45 minutes. So we'll definitely be talking about that later on in the show. It was amazing. Yeah. It was cool. (laughs) It was cool talking to John. He's not cool, but he it looks, was cool. He looks terrible. <laughs> I was when I opened up my um, Streamyard link, and he he was already there when I opened it up. I went, "Oh my god, yes!" It looked like an AI version of Stuttering John. <laughs> For a second, I was like, "He looks like the Dabblers and Amish shirt that Doctor Steve sent around." Yes, which I thought was oh well, he's that's over a, the top Photoshop. Like whoa, he's got a gray complexion yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. His, his liver left like a year ago. <laughs> so yeah, I was yeah. like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> Jesus. He looks like if they made a Muppet of John. Yeah. Looks like a caricature of himself. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk all about that. I have some clips <laughs> and some things to get to on that front. But uh, let's start off by talking about, we got uh, Bert Kreischer on Tiger Belly. And it starts off, Bert wants to ask Bobby a question and, uh, and learn more about our host here. Okay, name your five interests. In life? In life. Star Trek. Okay. <laughs> what a weird. Oh, I love it. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. Star Trek Next Generation. Okay. Do you know anything about that? Mm, that's the one Picard's in. Yeah. Dude, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You won. I have Bill. Bill. What's the name of the lead guy? Bill. Um, he was played Kirk. William Shatner. William Shatner. I call him Bill. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's so, so gross. He, uh, he asked me. Uh, he made me cry in front of him. Whoa. Why? Because he was doing a movie, and his movie was based on uh, five comedians that uh, break into an elder comedian's funeral. So I I let that play for a second just because it shows that he asks Bobby Lee a question. What are your five interests in life? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, awesome. I'd love to tell you about this. He said Star Trek Next Generation, and immediately Bert's like, oh, let me tell you a story about something that happened to me. Like, here we go. I mean, William Shatner's not even part of that show they're talking about, and he immediately has to make it about him. Name five interests. Go. Yeah. It's like yeah. the most Chip Chipperson way to start a show. I know, but the fact that Bobby Lee was excited to tell us, yeah. I was actually interested. All right. Yeah. What is this guy into? Does he ever come back to the other four? Nope. <laughs> they never come back. That's a spoiler right there. Because Bert is so ADD and retarded, when they start talking about something, and this is, I've seen this with a lot of these podcasts, especially for whatever reason, West Coast podcasters, because they're all name droppers. Mm-hmm. They just start spewing out any random facts they know about the topic at hand. So this is an example since they're talking about William Shatner. His uh, his house is right by Joe Coy's house. His, his office is right by Joe Coy's house. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I just saw him not too long ago. After. He looks great. Who cares? Yeah. His office is by Joe Coy's house? Oh, yeah, I know exactly where that is. Why would anyone give a fuck about that? What's the difference? Like, So you know something about him. Neat. Yeah. Bobby Lee was about to tell you the other four things he said to him. <laughs> Well, now, now let's not get back to that, because Bobby Lee is not even allowed to talk on his own show. I'll tell you what it is. I've told you this before, but I'll say it again, dude. I'm passionate about it. Okay. Oh, well, your podcast listeners let you tell the same story twice? That's so funny. My <laughs> don't. 
Wait, you've never told us? Uh, I, no, I've told the same story a lot. I, tell, I, I like telling the same story. It gets that's how it gets better. But then they're like, Bert just tells the same fucking story. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we yeah. get it. Rogan changed your life. Enough. <laughs> Enough of it. Yeah. I'll tell you the story. How about opening that wine, Pete? <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Open the wine. I am done. I am done promoting a fucking thing. That's not a thing. Um, <laughs> all I've been doing is promoting. Yeah. And I'm leaving for fully loaded tonight. And I'm done. No more podcasts. I'm not going to do another. This is my last podcast for like probably seven weeks. Fuck uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. We're the last one, dude. Do you have no idea? What's fu- oh, you're going your tour. I am in a. I'm in a, I've been in, in therapy like twice a week. I'm like, I'm done. Talking you look healthy right now. <laughs> no, no, he does not. <laughs> he's so self-involved. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't, I don't know if he realizes he's doing this. He knows he's the worst. He doesn't care. Or if he's just not even noticing that he's not letting anyone have a conversation. So after Bobby Lee was going to tell him his five interests, then he says, well, I have a William Shatner story. And he goes, I've told on the, on the show before, yeah, but I'll tell it again. A hundred times, and my audience is sick of hearing it. Yep. So much so that they're telling me I've gone full Corolla. And I can't right. fucking stop telling the same stories over and over again. But I haven't heard it, and Bert's not going to let him get it out. Yeah. Bert immediately starts talking about, oh my gosh, I do all these podcasts. Like, okay, yeah. then you can shut the fuck up right now. You're on a show with two people who can also talk about things. They probably have something to talk about. This is crazy because Bert is explaining that he's tired of talking about Bert. Which I'm just not buying. I'm tired of hearing about <laughs> it. You look you better feel like than you- maxed out, though. You just stretch too much, you feel? Like, what are you yeah, feeling? I was too much talking about me. That's why I'm like, and then you know what happens yeah. is like, I forgot how much fun just getting on a podcast and fucking talking to people is, as opposed to going like, hey, did I tell you about my movie? You know, like, mm. or did uh, I tell you about this yeah. tour? Or did I tell you about my my special Razzle Dazzle? Or can I tell you about my fall tour? The, the, I mean, it's just like so much promotion, and <clears throat> I'm just. Uh, you're done. I'm done. Good. Then shut the fuck up. Yeah. Let Bobby tell a story. He goes, I, I really like talking with people. You mean at people, Bert? He just talks at people. You're a hostage when he's on your show. And he's in therapy twice a week, he says. Yeah. Further evidence that maybe therapy isn't for Therapy does not anyone. Work. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen zero evidence. I know. This guy got everything and done barely anything to get it. And he's like, oh, I got I to go to therapy about this. All right. So this gets even more enraging. I couldn't believe I was still. I kept pulling clips. I was like, all right, we're moving on, right? Nope. This just goes on and on. Let me tell you about William Shatner, my friend. And by the way, Bill. you do that, and I'm going to fucking light up Gene Simmons. Keep going. Oh, you have one Gene Simmons? Oh, oh fuck, bro. Fucker's got it coming. Wait, I think his um his daughter just followed me on Instagram. You're friends with her. Oh, my oh God. good. So DM her. DM her. Name, name so drop. What did I say? Oh, your dad's a you're, you're oh. fucking bragging, babe. Yeah, it was in her music video. Oh, I'll just drink it out of the bottle. I have p- cool people follow me too, baby. Oh, no, I actually think the son does. Oh, son. who do you think has more? I bet you have more cool oh followers, like more celebrity followers than me. We're already asking new questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy's trying to tell his William Shatner story after he was trying to tell you his five interests, and now we're talking about who follows people on social media. Kawila, she's like, oh, Gene Simmons, and why did he bring oh, up Gene Simmons? Oh, oh does fucking that total non sequitur. No. Come on! Total that's all I care about. Like, why? It's, it's all I care why, about. Oh, Gene, I want to hear him get blasted. What did Gene Simmons do to Bert that he's got beef with him now? Also, these people are retarded. The producer guy brings him probably a $50 bottle of wine. He's just like, oh, I'll just drink it straight out of the bottle. I know. What? He's classy. Like a fucking hobo. Bert, Bert's a class act. My God. You got to give him that. I don't know why Bert even asks questions because he doesn't care about the answer. Yeah. And it's obvious because he's immediately tuned out as soon as he asks and, and someone starts answering it. So will he let 
Our buddy Bobby, tell this fucking story. Will you let him? But let me go to, back to Bill W. Uh, Bill Shatner, dude. Wait, uh, before you start this, yeah, I you feel like what you're is, doing right now. I feel like no, no, doing, I know what I'm doing. I know you're pushing me until I tell it 30 minutes later. I'm not doing that. No, no, not, <laughs> I'm not playing this game with you, dude. No, do you do you read negative comments on Instagram? Oh, does he? Have, have I? Yes. Have you? you? No, I have in the past. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Oh, I can't. I can't handle on this podcast. But I had a bad one that was. I thought I was fucking in the clear. I thought it was someone else's fucking page. Oh, my page. God. It was someone else's page. <laughs> oh. Wait, wait. I know this feeling. You know this. Oh, I thought you knew this comment. I this no, fucking comment. comment. But it's it a comment. feeling of you think you're just going through Instagram. And it has nothing to do with you. And then you read something about you on somebody else's fucking <laughs> yeah. page. Oh, that's crazy. We're off on a whole different thing now. Yeah. We're not even close to where we started with five interest Star Trek, Shatner. Those things are connected. Now we're talking about comments. On, and I love that. Bert thought that she knew what comments. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, Some yeah. Obscure Instagram. comment yeah. from a different page. Yeah. Well, oh, you know which comment I'm going to talk about? Oh, yeah, of course. I know all your comments. Yeah, that's <laughs> some real all, insight into it. follow all of your fans. And also, back to the wine thing, that was his way of saying, get me a fucking glass, I just want to point out. <laughs> yeah. Because the producer comes back with glasses. Good point. Yeah. That's a good point. All right. Nice zippy way of saying that. So now, Bobby Lee is going to tell his story. Will Bert listen? <laughs> this is, I don't want to make this difficult on you guys. He'll listen as long as it takes for him to think of yeah. something that he wants to talk about of himself. <laughs> What's the over-under? Watch this. Bill Shatner. Bill Shatner. Hello. So years ago. Yeah. Are you listening? Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. You did an eye thing. No, I'm drinking. I'm thinking about... No, but you looked on the ground, not your glass. I'm listening. Are you really? I'm active listening. Okay. Like, nope. a, like a child. It's so childish. These are adults. And they can't have a conversation that's cohesive or coherent. They just, every single one of them just yelling out different fucking random things. Oh, especially these two. Yeah. Bobby's the grown up in the room. That's, <laughs> that's fucked up. That's the crazy part. Bobby's like, hey, can we get back on track? Yeah. I've never seen Bobby Lee have to control a show before. Oh, I've seen tracks before. How about they doing? Oh, God. It's so insane. So then he finally starts telling the story, and Bert's going to interrupt him for the dumbest reason ever. Wow. <laughs> One reason is to compliment himself, but yeah. the other reason is to explain that he thinks this is going to be a good story. Well, then fucking let him tell it then. <laughs> Holy shit, asshole. All right, so that's what happened. So the year later... I just they- want you to know that in telling this story, <laughs> as a superior storyteller than you, like I'm better than you. Uh, well, uh, no, I know I am. I know you I are. know I am. You're yeah. a good one. This is one of my favorite stories you've ever told. It already sets up so... This is a great setup because D.L. Hughley forgot to tell... Now you look like a fucking lunatic. This is a really great setup to a story because now you look like some lunatic dressed as Kim Jong-un. No one's referenced it. No no one referenced it. I sat there the whole time. Right? He has to do his high-pitched squealy look at me thing. Hilarious. Hilarious, buddy. Yeah. That's what he just said. This story gets his stamp of approval. You know, basically the story story that I haven't heard before, but it's already great. Not better than anything I've done, but it's a good story that I haven't heard yet. I don't. That's what he said. You don't have to be talking. Let the guy fucking spit his stupid story out. Basically what the story was. I don't know if it's important or not, (laughs) but he was hired to do a show in Vegas with DL Hughley and he dressed up as Kim Jong Un. And they were going to he was in the audience. and They were going to go to him. And then DL Hughley never did. So he's just sitting there and just like. Walked out like, oops, well, that was stupid. <laughs> right. And then he got asked to come back a year later to do something with Shatner, and Shatner 
blew him off as well. But it, it took so long to get this out. It's impossible to get the story out. So anyway, so then a, a year later, <laughs> Billboard Awards. I got Kim Jong fucked one time by making a Kim Jong joke. Wait, wow. what was it? What was the joke? I said, can you believe how arrogant of this guy to name all his kids with his first name, Kim? Ah, uh, that's why. Uh, yeah. Kim, yeah. That's his last name. Last name. Yeah, no shit. I found that out the hard way. <laughs> uh, well, how, how would you not know that? Asian Twitter. I didn't know. I I didn't realize <laughs> Koreans put Asian their, first, Twitter. Don't fuck their last Asian name Twitter. first. Asians lit me up. I had to delete the comment, and then they oh, then they weren't done with me. Oh no, we're not. They were done with me. They were like, they were like, oh, you can't just delete the comments, fuck boy. We know what you meant. And I thought, I really thought he named his kids Kim Jong Un, and then like Albert Charles Kreischer the first, Albert Charles Kreischer the second, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right, let's all celebrate your stupidity again. (laughs) Right? Yeah, you're a moron. Yeah, that's that's the dumbest shit. Who doesn't know that? Naming your kid the same name as you is not that crazy. It happens all the time. Ask George Foreman. S. George, well, George Foreman's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> he, he does it the wrong way. He does it the wrong way. He's got seven kids named George. That's stupid. I was thinking more like George Bush, but anyway, it doesn't matter. The fact that he had to interrupt this story again to explain, listen how stupid I am, guys. We get it. Yeah, we You're know. A fucking moron. Anyway, so enraging. I'm watching the first five minutes of this. I'm like, holy shit. They can't spit out this fucking story. <laughs> yeah. It's so insane. Andy. Take over for yeah, me, Yeah, that was funny because I, I watched the same thing and then I texted Carl. I was like, you're clipping this too, right? We're going to have all the same yeah. clips. So I went ahead and jumped back to episode 400. And it's set up to be a celebration. There's balloons and that's it. And so it starts <laughs> we, out with yeah. some uh, passive aggression that you can kind of tell that Bobby and Kalila's uh, whole relationship is kind of like this mm. at this point in clip six. Okay. I think, you know, honestly, I think the mood is, or my mood is a little weird because of what you made me do. What did I make you do? You know what you made me do. I didn't know what I was making you do until what? I made you do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, what, I don't know, but what and is that you made me do? that's why she's Kalila. That's amazing. Okay. So you're like, well, what is it? Did she cuck him and make him suck a guy's dick? Yeah, right, right. Did you have to suck the cum out of her cunt or what? Yeah, Turns out she just made him watch a horror movie, but it could have gone either way. Oh, right, okay. Right. So in clip seven, this it still sounds like they're fighting about a menage gone wrong. Okay. You fucked me up, man. You f- You're the one that told me to watch I it. I do agree. Because whenever you recommend something, I, I, I watch it. Okay, so I don't know why. It seems like there's a lot of subtext here. Yeah. But the way they're relationship is now. Are they still dating at this time? Episode 400? How long ago is this? Only a month okay. ago or something. So they're not dating? No. But, but there's it, a lot of weirdness. You feel that tension yes. in like, the way they talk to each other. Yeah. So I, I really can't listen to these two talk and not put it into the context of their relationship problems, even though this is just about watching a, a movie again in clip eight. Okay. Second half was your fault. And the second half was Why would I say that we had to finish it? In your mind, I, I OCD maybe you have to no. finish. Because in my mind, I'm like, there's this has to pay off. <laughs> Everything is just like I, I let you fuck a stranger to save our relationship. Yeah. That's what it sounds like they're talking about. It right? could be. Yeah, I wish you didn't spoil it. You could you could have lied to us, Andy. <laughs> we would have you more fun right now. Right, I guess. But all right. <laughs> so here they're uh, assigning anatomical roles to the people that are on the show okay so the producers are the heart and the brain and bobby is the mouth and kalila is the butthole 
Okay, yep. But then they Sounds have good. they have like another production assistant that's in the room and they try and figure out what he is in clip nine. Okay. Oh, what is uh, he? Andres? He's inside the body somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's a yeah, body part inside. You know what? I, you know, I would say you're maybe more like a spleen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> useless. Is that a spleen? That's useless. A spleen? That's not. Is it, yeah. what, you, what is a spleen? It's really a big organ and they do some stuff with farts. I'm just happy to be a part of the body. <laughs> so you're like a liver. A liver is essential. How many livers are there? One. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? What was the spleen? Where was she going with that? Did she know where she was going with no, that? Obviously not, because that's obviously not, not really with the spleen. I think she gets all her medical information from the Paul Rubens and Mystery Men. <laughs> the spleen, and he yeah, farts there's on There's a shoveler, a spleen. <laughs> right, yeah. I think that's where she got that from. <laughs> okay. So from there, Kalila starts nagging Bobby in maybe one of the funniest ways I've ever heard oh. on this show. Okay. Clip 10. Good. He, we came across like a TikTok of this girl who was like, you know, I've had three kids and all of my kids I like have Down syndrome. And she was like, and she's like, a right, you know, um, she was like, I don't understand. So her doctor was like, I think you should take a genetic test to see if you have Down syndrome. She was like, I clearly don't have Down syndrome. And she got tested, and she does. How would she know? And so this friend of yours was like, don't you think Bobby needs to get tested? (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's pretty good. I think that's going to be my go-to burn now. You probably get tested for Downs. Yeah, that's pretty good. I actually have another example of a very mean insult. And what they're talking about here, so apparently Bobby didn't go to the premiere of uh, The Machine. Bert's movie. Smart. Yeah. And so Bert explains what kind of friend Bobby is. It's very insulting. And Kawila can't wait to jump on board with us. Bobby's someone that, like, you're going to love. You have to love him unconditionally. Because if you love him conditionally, then you're going to be let down. That's the, no, no truer words no. have wrong. been spoken. And she fist bumps him. Yeah, he is a prick. Yeah. You're right. He will let you down. He is an asshole. Creative cucking with Kalila. <laughs> Creative <laughs> cucking, yeah. Just to backtrack to the last clip that I had, this yeah. is Bobby's reaction to oh. him having to get tested for doubt. Okay. <laughs> so I, I implore you, who's this person that... I'm not going to say. No, you will tell me. Okay. I implore with you. I ask and you I the show, I'll you. tell you. Well, I, we can edit it out. Just tell me. It'll. Okay, I know. No way. And, and can I just say this? Since you told me, maybe, because I know who you're saying, maybe he should get tested. Maybe both of you guys. Because I was looking at his hands and his head the other day. <laughs> his head. Dude, his head is three times bigger than most people's heads, right? And his hands are like a little bit thick and a little Nothing wrong misshapen. With Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it, right? So maybe he has the downs. <laughs> Tiger Belly Tard Talk. That's some comeback right there. I'm not the one with the downs. You're the one with the downs. I don't know if you know this, but I am rubber and you are glue. All right. Now they're talking to Bert. He obviously has ADD. There's an attention deficit disorder going on with Bert Kreischer. It's, It's very obvious. What? I wasn't paying attention. And Bobby Lee points this out. But he describes all the wrong things. I don't think he's actually talking about attention deficit the way he describes this. I just, it, but I've seen you around. Like I think you you have like some sort of attention deficit deficit or, or something. Because even when I answered the door just now, there's a thing about you that's like, 
I'm here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe you don't. You're uncomfortable in your own skin sometimes. No. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I am, but I don't know. It's a lot of skin. ADD isn't isn't being awkward. I don't know. You're kind of awkward. Yeah, you showed up no. when you got like attention deficit disorder or something. What? What are you talking about, Bobby? That's fucking stupid. But then right after that, here's a perfect example that proves Bert definitely has ADD. Well, first of all. I mean, this top to bottom. And I like, you whistle a lot, huh? I know. No, have I a lot tonight? No, that was the first one I you know, heard. You know, 14% of the people on my Instagram don't know how to whistle? I don't know how to whistle. Really? <laughs> wow. Story checks out. I can do like a bunch of whistles. Oh. I can do. Oh, Ooh, that's oh, a I good don't one. know that one. I know that one. I know this one. I could do and that. Then, <laughs> the loud one. I don't like my mouth. I've never tried that one. These are celebrities. What, what a great show this is. This is what celebrities are in 2023, everybody. This is insane. Failing to whistle. Well, he, he whistled for a second. And, of course, there's, oh, you're whistling. I don't, I don't know how to whistle. Like, you don't have to prove it. Yeah. No, no one says they don't know how to whistle. They're like, well, actually, I do. I was trying to get one over on you guys. Like, no, we, we believe you. It's fine. So then it gets even worse because then they start talking about the different ways you could fart. Okay. Because these are adults. Out of show. Can, let me just, can I go back real quick? I can tell you when this was. When are there thought. different kind of farts you can do? Yeah. I feel like you can do stuff with your holes. Uh, I can uh, definitely fart louder if I want to. But can you do different styles? Like, doot, doot, you know what I mean? No, like a... Yeah. Oh, I know that one. I've done that one. I've Give me another one. <laughs> <laughs> if I shave my asshole, it claps. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Big ones. Big ones in the mornings. And then I go, what did that asshole say? Um... <laughs> So Kyla laughs at his dad joke at the end. If you live with someone and they fart and they go, what did that asshole say? You got to move out. <laughs> it's, it's, Those are the rules. It's time to find a new roommate or live on your own for a bit. I don't care if it's your wife. That's grounds for divorce. Just terrible. He seems insufferable. What I can't they- imagine. The only good thing about being married to Bert Kreischer is he's probably on the road a lot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, another tour. Ah, oh, we'll miss you. Bye. Yeah. Bye. His, wife's probably, his wife's probably his booking agent. She's yep, like, no oh, I, gotta, I can't get this guy enough gigs to keep him out of the house. Um. So I have you booked in Alaska and then Australia and then parts of the Middle East. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a convenient tour. No, no, it's great. <laughs> Everyone's doing this. All right, Andy, let's get away from Bert Kreischer. That's the thing about Bert. So I wanted to watch Tiger Belly, and I'm so focused on this big fat idiot. Yeah. Because he just won't stop fucking talking and saying nonsense. I'm not even focused in on right. Bobby and Kyle. He makes everybody else on the show seem like a genius. Right. <laughs> so real quick, just to go back to the, the tard train, Bobby knows that there's something wrong with him. Mm. So he starts speculating. Well, he's Asian. Is it Downs? Is it uh, like a traumatic brain injury? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what could it be? A clip 12. This is 12, right? I, I know that there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what it is, you know. But there is a, something wrong. I don't know what I got dropped in my head, or you know, or something. You know what I mean? Or a cougar? Looks like you dropped cougar. in your face. Cougar. I don't know. I've never, I've, never seen, I've never seen a cougar in my cougar life. Cougar attacked you. <laughs> I've never seen a cougar in my life. What is wrong with him? Oh, cougar. <laughs> what does that mean? It means there's something wrong with him. Yeah. That's what he's thinking. Yeah. Occam's razor. Yeah. The reasons that he was attacked by a cougar. Yeah. Or maybe it was his mom was a cougar, and she had him late in life. Okay, that would make that a little bit more sense. sense. Yeah. Sure. You know, women should be pregnant when they're in their 50s. Yeah. It doesn't always work out all that well. Yeah, I did know that, actually. 
All right. Well, he's having fun with it at least. Right. If Bobby, if nothing else, he's got a good sense of humor about himself. That's true. I, I mean, I I'll like Bobby Lee. Yeah, he's, he's I've always I've always thought like his manic energy was charming. You know, if he's his funny, manic energy is charming. Yeah, that's what I, All right. that's what I think. Sure, I've never I, heard that sentence before. Well, you know, he is. You he, know this uh, everything, psychopath. Everything I think he's, he's fun. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, he doesn't look. He doesn't. He looks pretty harmless. He does seem very harmless. Right. Yes. He he looks like the most likely guy to whip his dick out. At a party. If Andy Dick's not there. If Andy, right, Andy Dick's not invited. Doesn't mean he won't be there. So, uh, clip 13, I heard this, and of course I had to clip it and bring it to the show. I just love producer Chris's reaction. I said, most likely to whip his dick out. And Chris's like, huh? Well, I mean, Bert, I don't know about that. Bert Kreischer, I would say, would be the number one. Okay, yeah, that. good point. He always wants to be naked. All right. You got me there. Fucking fact checker. McGee. And I knew something was wrong with Bobby when right out of the gate, his first interest was Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. Out of oh, five fucking answers. It's a, he couldn't wait to say it. A five, specific five, television yeah. show from five, the 90s. Yeah. Five interests. Could be anything. Right. Number one, Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Stamp collecting. This is probably 15, maybe even longer. Yeah. Um, I said, um, I said, chunk collations. Okay. And um, I said, Vietnamese people are jungle Asians. I didn't really mean anything. I wasn't even trying to get a laugh. You know what I mean? It was just, that's what I said. And then, and I, I can see other Asian comics now using the term just free nilly as if they came up with it. <laughs> free nilly. But anyway, my point is this is that <laughs> then, I, then my manager calls me and she goes, um, Yeah, people at Disney, there are some Asian kids at Disney that work there that are just infuriated that you said that. So then I had to go to like a Vietnamese news. <laughs> You know what I meant by it is, is that you know I mean, you know that's I know it's insulting, but we're all the same. You know what I mean? I was just trying to like. You an apology to her? I did an apology to her. <laughs> Coming up next week, got all apologies, everybody. Bobby Lee, like out the Asians. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I'll, I'll be tuned in for that. Jungle Asians, y'all. How? What else do you call them? That's a pretty good description. <laughs> yeah. Right. I guess. Well, yeah, like there's Metro Dave, Asians. That's Japan. Mm-hmm. David Tell knows that Eskimos are snow Mexicans. Yeah, yes. we all know this. So since we're good on the race thing, there's this white guy in a suit, and I think he's the same guy who brought the wine over to Bert. And so they they focus it on him. He's got a microphone. I don't know why he's not on the set. He's way off camera. But this is just a weird exchange. Maybe someone can tell me what's going on here. No, you got a lot better. Thank you. And I'm being nice to you. Hey, fuck face. <laughs> you fuck fucking face. white piece of shit. I've been so fucking nice to you, fucking white piece of shit. All right? I've been, have I not been nice? I say I love you. Yes, you have. Yeah, and I hug you. And I don't want to, but I go out of my way to do it. Yeah. It kills me. It pains me to do it. But I do it because I want to change. <laughs> so they have like a, a white guy dressed like a dork on there just to rip on, I guess. I mean, that's fine. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as far as gimmicks go, it's not the worst. It's not a floating potato, but it's pretty good. <laughs> It's all right. <laughs> and you know what? Since I'm playing uh, some clips here, let me play this because this is what I find so enraging. You, you've heard a lot of bleeps. I think they're bleeping out the C word because they're on YouTube and mm-hmm. it seems it sounds like Bert uses that a lot. I don't know why. But this is enraging because they're trying to talk about their agents and they both work with different agents at different agencies. And I guess these guys know each other. But for whatever reason, they have to bleep everything he's saying here. So I don't even know why you leave this in. And listen to how it starts. And I'm going to say this out loud. Don't cut this out, right? Okay. My guy. Don't cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. It's CAA. And your guy at UTA, 
are mortal enemies. <laughs> There's a story there. They are. are. You Did you know that? No. They're mortal enemies. Who? In fact, I, 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 so there's a photo in my phone. No, it's Oh. Right? So they used to oh. work together at an agency, and they hated each other because of the temperature of the room. They fought over the temperature. Mm. Right? So would like Wait, it how, hot. How am, I, how am I just hearing about this? It's an origin story. Man. Yeah, this is like this is real. thermostat beef. Because I will tell you. Thermostat beef. Thermostat. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the temperature of the office. Me? What? Are you fucking? No, this is, no. This, is real. Real. this is real. This is real. Right. So I so I have a photo with because they used to be Hold at Gersh and I was at Gersh and I was I have a photo with and and I sent it to and cut out in the return. Stop saying the name so we can. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, 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 the two. This is like a Neil Hamburger bit. Yeah. Don't don't cut this part out. They're even blurring his mouth in case oh, someone yeah. can lip read the, the name Mike. Whatever the fuck he's saying. Who gives a shit? It's the most boring episode of Entourage I've ever heard. <laughs> That's saying something. Okay. This is a quick clip, but it bummed me out, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Like, this is going to sound horrible, and this isn't, like, great podcast content, but... So Bert's aware that there are things that he says that don't make for great content on a podcast. And that depressed me because I'm like, oh, so you think that the things that you say are good <laughs> yeah. for content on a podcast? That's depressing. Yeah. I thought you just forgot the cameras were there and were being a boring idiot. Ask yourself, would this be interesting? <laughs> yeah, <this>? right. <laughs> You're saying, no, it wouldn't, but I'm going to say it anyway. That is the, uh, the Bonnie method of understanding whether or not. Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen to this? <laughs> yes. Right. That's what everyone should ask themselves while podcasting. Would I listen to this? Would I find this interesting? Well, Bert would because it's Bert. <laughs> right. As long, yeah, as long as Bert's listening to Bert, yeah. it's he great. He thinks everything he does is fantastic. I'm pretty sure that was a reaction to Rich Voss talking about what he shot on the front nine at the golf course that day. He's like, <laughs> nobody know. fucking cares, Rich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking idiots. We should revisit that show. It's been a while. My wife hates me. Mm, yeah. Is that still going? I think so. How? I think something's going on with that. Yeah, I don't know. Stay I, tuned. I could be wrong. Okay, so this is hilarious because the machine just came out. It did not do well. It was not critically acclaimed. It didn't make money at the box office. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's sad. But Bobby Lee, being the pro that he is, has done zero prep and assumes that everything went well. And I have to say... <laughs> I have to say that the way that Bert answers this question, I actually felt bad for Bert. <laughs> this is the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. So you're, the movie was a success, would you believe? Uh, I mean, it wasn't a box office success, but uh, but it's it's hard to get people to go to the Our challenge wasn't, our challenge was just getting people to go to the theaters. I will tell you very candidly, that premiere was the greatest day of my life. The shooting of that movie was the greatest experience I've ever had. Uh-huh. And uh, and and the whole run of it being in theaters was so fucking fun to take my kids out to go see it in the movie theaters to go with my nephew to go with my parents to I'd go out to movie theaters and surprise people to listen to people laugh at jokes we came up with in Serbia on the fly was it was really one of the coolest experiences I wish everyone could get to have that experience. Aww, <laughs> he was trying to get the box office by himself. Yeah, yeah he brought everyone there. 
there. He's just showing up. He was watching it five times a day at That's the movie like theater. That's like me taking my mom's phone, and I'm like, you're uh, downloading all the episodes of All Apologies, yes. Mom. Play, right. play, play. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Give me your phones, everyone. He'd walk into other movies saying, hey, why don't you guys come over here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, if you, if you buy a ticket for the machine, you can go see any movie you want after you walk in. Just buy a ticket for the machine, would you? He's standing over the ticket. Sell. So... I just felt so bad for her the way Bobby Lee's like, so that was fucking awesome, right? He's like, well. <laughs> yeah, I, I think more people like John Wick 4, I think. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you let me tell my William Shatner story, I wouldn't be asking you this oh, question. Maybe it's a little revenge. <laughs> Good point. All right, let's get away from Burt Kreischer. No more Burt Kreischer. Moratorium. I'm Burt. Great. The Tampa Accords on Burt. Right now. Andy, <laughs> over to you, buddy. Okay, I got two more. This uh, next one is on the heels of my last one about the jungle Asians or oh, whatever yeah. that. So Bobby has a blind spot about Vietnamese culture, and he only has like two points of reference for people from Vietnam in clip 14. Right. Everything I've known about Vietnamese people was through movies. And that fan. And Dat Fan. So you have beef. No, I, I love Dat Fan. What are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I fucking love that guy. Those movies, yeah. You're right? There's- I have beef with Dat Fan. He's performing with that shithead, Tom Myers. <laughs> yeah. The fact that he's doing a show called Dat Fan and Friends, and Tom Myers is included, tells me he finds Tom Myers to be a friend of his. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking weird. So Nobody's I, friends with Tom Myers. Right. So I think Bobby Lee is winning that beef. Yes. I would agree with you on that. I can't wait. Uh, Blind Mike is going to that show tomorrow night. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. Is that fan a good comic? Can't be, right? No. Can't be. Mm-mm. Not with the shitheads. And he does like these Zoom shows. I mean, this is something people have suggested for a long time. We should probably look into these, yeah. these Zoom comedy shows, that fan and friends. I, I mean, is Mike going to record it? I know the camera will be facing the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope we get something out of that. Poor Mike. Okay. He was on the BS show this morning. He must get this question all the time. How blind are you? He gets that question all the fucking time. He's like, I can't see. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. What else you need to know? Take your hand. Cover your eyes. Yeah. Wow. How blind are you? Yeah, I mean, right. What the fuck kind of question is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Fucking idiots. All right. Last clip. Uh, Clyla asks Bobby if he's bisexual. If he has bisexual tendencies. I feel and... like she knows the answer if she's asking. <laughs> Bobby tells this story. Okay. One video on Pornhub that has one video with a man who's has a a woman that has a penis. It's the only time I've ever kind of stroked my penis to something. It's hot though. Honestly like and she's beautiful. They're all hot. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. They're all hot, you say? What are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> well, I'm convinced. There's not all of anything that's hot. What are you talking about? Maybe podcasts, <laughs> no, right. but Outside let's, of that. Let's be clear. Most okay. people of all genders are pretty idiots. Right. Yes. Present company included. All races, all <laughs> genders. I had people telling me I was the best looking person on MLC yesterday. What does that tell you? <laughs> people are hideous. It's a problem. You're laughing a little too hard over there. Sorry. All right. Is that enough of Tiger Belly? Yeah. I feel like we didn't get to the bottom of it. We might have to revisit it again. Right. I'm still confused about what's going on in this show. Why it's popular. Because I, I really thought we were going to uh, drill down on her. I did, too. We didn't talk about anything about her. It's hilarious because when we did Trash Tuesday, I was like, I got to figure out what's going on with this Kalia bitch. And then all of a sudden I realized I hated the other two hosts. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's get her. Oh, Burt Kreischer is on this. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
<laughs> he threw a Burton Kreischer wrench into the whole works. Unfortunately. All right. It is time for our... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This one comes in from Joey Sixpack, and he was the one who suggested that we look at whatever. Right. And he had sent me this before that, and I feel that now it's a good time to play it. Now that people understand the context of the whatever dating podcast. Right. Because what they do is they get a bunch of OnlyFans girls or porn actresses or strippers or Perkins waitresses or whatever into a room around a table... And they talk about relationships and dating. I mean, we've talked about this. Yeah. It seems Go like, listen to last week's episode. It seems like the point of the show is to run people off the show and mm-hmm. get people offended and uh, get you know some controversial topics going. Well, this is not controversial at all. There's one other guy on the show, okay. and they decide to have a whole conversation about video games in front of these women. It just gets ridiculous. Check out the stream, guys. He's a fucking Chad, World of Warcraft gamer. You play if other games possible. too, right? No, just, just, just World of Warcraft. Just World of Warcraft. Why else would you ever okay. play a different game? Um, are you uh, Are you going to be... Uh, you're currently playing hardcore, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Warlock? Yeah. Warlock? Gnome? Gnome. What do you play, though? I, I quit. So I, I used to play in vanilla back uh-huh. in like 2005, 2006. You're not playing classic. Uh, well, I played classic. I played it from launch. And then I quit right before AQ40. Okay. That's a good time to quit. That's when the game kind of... Yeah, stale. I got, dude. I there was a. I was in a hardcore raiding guild, uh-huh. um, and we had loot council, uh-huh. and I got screwed over on a couple loot decisions. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? <laughs> what class did you say you play? So I, I mained a rogue. A rogue, okay. Mained a rogue, Ooh. okay. And so I had an alt yeah. warrior. <laughs> okay, are you like are you like parsing? You're speed running. You're pumping ninety nine. We speed running. Yeah. And you had good times. We we were uh, it was a horde guild. We were like that top was good ten as these times. <laughs> Dude, what server were you on? I don't know if I want to. <laughs> That's a secret. Were you, were you on Fairlina? I was not on. Okay. I was I wasn't streaming. I wasn't on Fairlina. It was okay. like a mid pop okay. realm. It wasn't like White Main or Harad or any of that shit. But you you were like full biscuit. <laughs> the driest vagina. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got screwed on some loot decisions, but I was. I had a well, hold up. What, what's the wait, drama? wait, wait. What's the drama? Why, why did they? Why did they screw out of the loop? <laughs> this is boring for anyone, yeah. not just uh, women. So okay, get this oh, shit right. This is uh-huh. cringe of the week. So yeah. it's like the first few. Like we were the one of the first guilds to clear MC. Okay, I'm a, I'm a rogue, right? Okay, and I've got I crafted Heartseeker. I was a dagger rogue. Okay, um, I crafted Heartseeker, and I had the blue blue dagger from. Um, this is so ridiculous. Um, I had the blue dagger from. Uh, Strat, uh, what Baron from Baron Rivendare? Okay, all the, right. The offhand. Yep. And another rogue in the guild who was, it was me <laughs> and him in in line for uh, for uh, the one for episode where the women dismiss themselves. That's yeah, a big drama. Right. Had, <laughs> we'll see ourselves. Uh, uh, thank you. The girl CHT in the middle is like, can I get yep. kicked off now? And he had the <laughs> yeah. uh, fell striker. Flash your so he had two epics, uh-huh. and I'm here with two blues. Yep. And they gave him perditions, but he has CHT. No shot. And, and we we started uh, raiding at the same exact time. Wow. So it was like favoritism because like <laughs> wow. And I, I, but I, I stuck with it because I was like, whatever, you know. But, and you stuck it out through all of BWL. All of BWL. Then there's a, a, a few other shitty loot decisions, and I was like, "Unbelievable!" I think the uh, officers didn't like me, so okay. Listen, they did you dirty, bro. <laughs> that is true. I've done. There was some other shit too. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's not stop there. <laughs> It'll tease us. <laughs> You're right. Let's get into it. Clip the whole first hour of the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Joe. When you do a seven-hour show, you could go on for three <laughs> minutes about playing Call of Duty or World of Warcraft or other fuck they're talking about. 
I don't get that show. It's fucking. The show crazy. is weird, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think it's for our generation. Those poor women, though, they didn't know what to to make of that. Madison's trying to kill herself with a spear <laughs> on that helmet. <laughs> I do love Madison. Her only job on the show is to sit in the back and make faces behind the host. <laughs> Guys, you've heard me talk about Magic Mind. It has become an important part of my morning routine. I drink a bottle every morning to help boost my productivity, focus, and mood. This isn't a replacement for coffee. You can even pour it into your coffee Hmm. if you want to. It's got a sweetness to it. There's some honey in there. Magic Mind gets me in the right state of mind for chatting with stuttering John Melendez. It enhances my ability to think. It provides my brain the nutrients it needs to function at its best. The unique blend of natural ingredients. It's only available in Magic Mind. It's tested and proven to work. So, you've heard me talk about it before. Try it for yourself. Let me know what you think. Go to magicmind.co slash W-A-T-P. Use our discount code W-A-T-P. You get 20% off your purchase. Or do what I did. Sign up for a subscription so that Magic Mind is delivered to your home every month. The discount code will get you 50% off along with the subscription discount. 50, 5, 0. Wow. I know you You were thinking 1, 5, 15. Yeah, that's, I misheard. I do say words wrong a lot. Yeah. But this time it was not one of those times. I'm going to have to try this. 50% off. The best part is they do have a money-back guarantee. So they're confident you'll love it. I'm confident you'll love it. Go to magicmind.co slash WATP. Use the discount code WATP for 20% off your purchase or 50% off a subscription. Seeing how well it works for me, I would really encourage you to try it out as well. It is a game changer, and you will notice the difference. Magicmind.co slash WATP is where you want to go. All right, cool. guys. I need all the thinking help I can get. So We all do. Yeah. Trust me. I know. Three shows today. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Now, this guy, Mickey, sent me a note today, and he says, Carl, you got to check out the show, Marijuana Happy Hour. He goes, this guy sucks. This show blows. It's supposedly a comedy show. It's in the comedy category. There's 12 ratings on Apple Podcasts. We have over 3,000, if that puts anything to context for you. So this guy, Johnny Cush, is the uh, the host of this show. He is not happy with me. I He's got an, an issue with me for some reason. What? You're going to end up like fucking WATP, the most fucking worthless human being to ever pick up a microphone. He stole an idea created by Greg Opie Hughes in the 90s and uses it to make fun of Greg Opie Hughes. Carl, we are taking you down. What? Just putting it, putting it out. Um, it's coming, Carl. All right. I, there's more to this, but taking me down? What do you mean? <laughs> what are you going to do? How exactly? <laughs> Greg Opie Hughes didn't invent Jocktober. I believe it was a Sam Roberts creation, and it didn't happen in the 90s either. It was not in the 90s. Just because Opie and Anthony existed in the 90s doesn't mean that this was from the 90s. So you're wrong on both points, sir. And also stole is a strong word. I've had a few people who are a part of that show not only give their blessings for what we're doing here, but have actively participated in this show. E-Rock, Jim Norton, Anthony Cobia. The list goes on, as they say. All right, let's see what else this numbnuts is saying. You want to fuck with Opie? Yes, I do. He sucks. Do do you guys hear? This guy is not good at broadcasting at all. There is no charisma at all. Yeah, this sounds like a voicemail. 
It does. It sounds like a bad voice, Maller. Definitely. Yeah. All right. You fuck with me, brother. All right. Done with you. You need a, a career out of uh, making fun of Stuttering John and Opie. Correct. You're the most hackiest, ugliest human beings I've ever seen. You and your stupid little group of New York shit comics. New York <laughs> shit comics. Uh, Bob Levy and okay, that's that. We'll get into that another time. Oh, he's got a problem with Bob Levy, a guy who's been on my show one time on a bonus <laughs> show. Weird. I don't know where that came from because I listened to this in context and it came out of nowhere. He was just talking about something completely different and then goes, and WTP sucks. And I guess this guy's a big Opie fan. He was, he, he was doing a $7 cameo for Greg Opie Hughes. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe that's what it was. But apparently this guy, Mickey, who sent this in, he goes, Carl, I hate listening to this show and I couldn't believe he brought you up. It's so bizarre that all of a sudden you ended up on his radar because the guy's like an Opie fan for some reason, which is, I, I listen, I'll say this like I say to a lot of the, the haters out there. You're welcome to come on my show. I want to talk to you about why you like Greg Opie Hughes and what yeah, he's doing. Yeah. That's so amazing. Easily convince you that you're wrong. I'd also love to know how you're going to take me down. That's interesting, too. Seems to be something people think they can do. We're coming for you. Oh, you're going to get me fired from my self-employed job that I do. <laughs> Jeez. I should be really nervous about that. Okay. I talked about this earlier. I went on Misery Loves Company. Thank you so much to Kevin Brennan for sending me that link because I didn't believe. I thought John was pulling another work. Yeah. Because on Monday's episode, John called. Now, first off, let's back up. We teased this on Saturday. It was kind of happening in real time during the show that John backed out. We were supposed to have him on the Who Are These Podcast YouTube channel with Vince the Lawyer. Shuli and myself. That was the agreement. We were going to pay him $3,000 to do that. Of course, the sticky wicket was, does he get the money up front or do we pay him 50 up front, 50 when the show's over? Which is what Shuli and I suggested because I know John thinks. Let's make sure he goes through with it. Well, right, because John thinks we owe him money. Hmm. He thinks we profit off of him. And so we owe him. So I, I know that he'd be able to justify in his own head either not showing up at all or rage quitting five minutes in and going, all right, fuck you guys, and then like declaring victory over us. So I didn't think that was a good idea to give him all the money up front. And then on Monday on Misery Loves Company, Kevin said, well, he's not doing that show because that fell through, but he's going to come on Misery Loves Company on Tuesday. And then John actually called Kevin on his cell phone during the show. And you could hear John talking to Kevin. So I went, this is suspicious. This is a work. Because that's what you do to get people to think, like, oh, that really is John. I think he really is going to come on the show. I'm like, okay, that proves he's not going to come on the show. The fact that he's teasing it like this. They told me that I could come on Mm -hmm. if John came on the show. Ten minutes to four, I get a note from Kevin and an email from Adam. The email had the the StreamYard link. The note from Kevin was like, John's here. It's on. No way. So I I click into the StreamYard link and right away, I see the ghost of Stuttering John. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, he actually fucking went through with it. Stuttering John on Mizzou's Company. I put that up, by the way, if you're on Patreon or Supercast, the entire episode I posted this morning, so you can watch that video. It's up on our YouTube channel now. But uh, if you're not on there and you want to see it, there's clips of it all over the place on YouTube. Misery Loves Clips, I think, has posted it multiple times for some reason. I'm not even sure why. (laughs) But you can find it all up there. What I did was 
Bob Levy, Kevin, and John talked for the first four or five minutes. Then they brought me in, and I stayed for over an hour and a half, probably close to an hour and 45 minutes, and I had to go and do the Drew and Mike show. Mm-hmm. So I left, went on the Drew and Mike show, talked about Roseanne Barr and her new podcast, which is hilarious. Uh, not for reasons that she thinks it is. And <laughs> so I did that, and then I get done, I go upstairs, and my wife's still watching Miserable's Company. It went on for another hour plus after I left the show. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys watched anything after I left. Miserable's Company? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. People have told me it got really boring it, after it that. It got far less interesting, yeah. Okay. Because Kevin doesn't really know a lot about Stuttering John. And I don't know what Bob's angle. Bob's whole thing was he just wanted to get Shuli on the show. Mm-hmm. And Kevin wasn't having that. That was kind of what was going on with, with that whole thing. Now, I was very happy about it. If I had believed that John was going to show up, I probably would have prepared more. I was truly convinced it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I was prepping for um, you know the Drew and Mike show appearance, getting ready for that. And I'm like... I'll get my prep done by four just in case this thing happens. And I did. It's like, wow, that's cool. So I enjoyed it. But you know who else enjoyed it was our buddy uh, Chad Zumog. <laughs> it's time to mock Zumog. That's right. Chad was stream sniping away. Snipe streaming? Whatever he was doing. <laughs> who knows what he's doing who over there? Who knows what he's up to? But what's great about him is he gets so excited when his name is mentioned on the show. He's like a child hearing his name. There was a guy, you know how uh, Chad is like sniping you now? There was a guy who was sniping me, Kev. And I'm a celebrity. Um, Carl, he was doing it. He was taking my show. And, and while I did beer on the balcony, he would just play it. The oh, rabbi. I know I know who you're talking oh, the about. The rabbi guy. And and I have to tell you that he is not a friend of the uh, the dabble verse. We are not happy with what he was doing because that is not cool. Yeah, and so it all started coming to a head. Like, I'm a celebrity. Everyone's making money on my show. But maybe... <laughs> well, he wasn't making any money on his show off your show either. But yeah, now, I know I, what you mean. Carl, just be honest. Did you like when I fucking I fuck with him and just played the three stooges episode? No, I want to see more of you, John. I'm a big fan yeah, hold of on yours. A second. So you see what's going on here. Mm. Chad is just watching the show. He's really adding nothing except for when he hears his name. He's like, hey, they're talking about me. <laughs> That's cool. How How is he still doing this? He got kicked off. He got his channel this. back and he's doing it again. I don't and know. Kevin is just like, I can't be bothered to I, strike him. I don't again. know what the rules are because I don't, I don't play this game. So there must be something to it that he's allowed to do this. He was finally deemed completely harmless. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Because it's really, it's not transformative in any way, and I'm, I'm going to demonstrate that with, uh, with these clips. The only things that Chad cares about, he's barely paying attention, but he's letting the show just run. The only things he cares about is how much money Kevin's making, so he's hyper-focused on Super Chats, and how many people are watching the show. So those are the things. Like You continue to see him like scroll down to see what the number of viewer, live viewers is mm-hmm. on it. Can I ask this about that interview with Shuli? How was he supposed to answer those questions? You were giving him Twitter jokes. You're like, can you believe that John Hine from Jump the Shark is on a show that Jump the Shark? What's he supposed to say to that? Can What's you believe, the answer to that? Can you believe Dabblers oh, Anonymous yeah, gave him $400 out of the gate? No, I'm saying your question. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. That wasn't in the interview. Carl, you were Carl, trying to get he, over with your jokes. Carl, Carl, 
Call. He's the dues payer. He's supposed to be a great comic. I've interviewed comics before. They've come up with funny lines all the time. Now watch this because Jed's just watching the show now and I think he's enjoying it because he's smiling a lot. He seems to be having fun. So what? Julie can't come up with a funny line? He can't go for me for being half in a bag? I was slurring through every question. You were, I know. Yeah, there's plenty of material there, but he doesn't do any of it. He should have said, you're going to bring this back to Howard, but it's not fun. It's not funny. Exactly. There you go, Carl. Even Billy Crystal answered. (laughs) So Chad's literally just watching and smiling and seems to be, I don't know if he's really paying attention or not. It's hard to tell what's going on in that that noggin of his. (laughs) Who knows? This is proof right here that Chad has no idea why we're successful and he's not. Look at Carl and Shuley. I don't know why. I don't know why calling me Kevin or Carl and John hitting it off. You. John, how come? Where are you right now? How come we don't have any furniture in your house? It's so <laughs> echoey there. It's so what? You echo is that? He got a new computer. He got a new computer. Carl. I just brought a band. I just brought a band. I bought a brand new house. Oh, my God. Did you hear him mispronounce that? Oh, my God. We're going to go over that a million times. See, Chad, that's not what the content of our show is. That's not the funny part. Him stumbling over a word and then correcting himself. But in Chad's mind, because he doesn't know how to do this, he's like, oh, that's what they're going to goof up. They're going to play that over and over again. That'd be pretty boring, Chad. Right. I don't think people would enjoy our show if that's what we did. You're an idiot. That I won't you just bought a brand. Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't mention the state. Chad will move in within 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally human garbage. Hi, Chad's lawyer. <laughs> Judd, I also own two houses. I have a house in Florida as well. And yet I why, are you telling, you, why are you telling people where you live, Carl? Chad <laughs> lives on the west coast of Florida. Uh-oh. He's going to find You know, Chad tried to snipe this show. Oh, he sent John oh, an email. House in Florida. I'm not telling you where it is in Florida. Uh, Chad sent John an email today saying, wouldn't it be crazy if you just did, if you fucked Kevin and did my show instead? Wow. And what did I say, Kevin? Show him how honorable I am. Yeah, he said, he said, uh, well, I don't know what you said. I think he said Kevin paid me already. No, I said I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I'll forget it. Yeah, Chad's big plan was he was going to snatch up Centering John at the last minute. And then right. John was going to do his show instead of MLC, which John is stupid, but he's not that stupid. <laughs> yeah. That would be a really bad move considering, A, Chad doesn't have the money to pay him, right, obviously, would... and B, MLC is what everyone's watching. And Chad has about 200 viewers. It goes down and down. It's around 170 by the time he cuts out. Meanwhile, we have almost 2,000 yeah. watching MLC. And so Chad's obsession with the viewer counts not a great angle to take. You no, have but uh, Chad's a genius. He's like, everybody say he does what Trump says. Trump's always like, people say I should be on Mount Rushmore. Nobody said that but you. Chad's like, everyone's saying I should say. The only time Kevin's speaking up now is. Brennan. Nobody said it. Maybe, with me. Maybe one of his fucking losers, Dr. Chow. I, Dr. Chow's lawyer. <laughs> but maybe some fucking clown like that. But Chow's like, everybody wants me to steal it. They don't. You're a loser. <laughs> steal credit cards, what you're good at. I can't believe that Che doesn't care what the context is, right. but someone's saying his name. I mean, when the bailiff calls his name, does he stand and take a bow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, th- he knows me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Could you imagine him in a waiting room at a doctor's <laughs> office? That's me. Yeah. <laughs> so here's another perfect example of that. No matter what the context is, he just loves hearing his name being said. You, I, mean, yeah. I want you to be Please. honest. I love how this big interview all became about me. The same time, by the way. That's, what, that's what liars say. They go, be yes. honest with me. I've never yeah. once said, ask someone a question. 
He's over. He's over. He's at fifteen hundred views. He yeah. hasn't had this shit since the oil can. Promise you, I don't. Okay. Oh yeah. Go, go for I, it. You want me to? You want me to call you out for each lie I have written down here? Please go for okay. it. Okay. No kid okay. stuff. No kid stuff. It's too early. Well, no, no, <laughs> well, no. Have you ever goofed on my kids? Come yeah. on, I just said no kid stuff. <laughs> John, what, what you used to always bring up the kids thing, and I always said those are off limits. We don't talk about his kids. But then on my first Patreon episode talking about your book, you dedicated it to your kids, and I said those kids sound like losers as a joke over the fact that you, you said, said we're they about are your kids. losers. I said they sound like they're a bunch of losers. They, yeah. You said they are losers. Kevin has a $400 super chat right out of the gates just looking at him. He's got John, who people have been waiting for for months, Carl from Rochester, the Dabbleverse, Bob, and he's talking about me. <laughs> that is crazy. We're not even that is insane. The other day you started comparing my kid to Baba Booey and saying Baba <laughs> Booey should be offended. You fucking lying pussy. Actually, what I said was other people are saying that she kind of looks like Bob. Oh, yeah. Booey. I had to cop out. Other people are saying. Let me my asking price is $1,000 now. That's what Chad said. That's what Chad said. Back to me. Other people are saying. Let me other people. So you're Get saying Baba Booey is not the real father? Is that what you're telling us right now? Look, let me hide behind the <laughs> Other people said it, but I'm still going to say it so I can goof on John's kid. Now, the reason why that's such a long clip right there is I just yeah. wanted to point out that the show was getting interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. Whether you're rooting for me or Stuttering John or whatever, we're having a back and forth. We're having a dialogue. It's getting a little heated and fun. And Chad turns the light on to go, they're just talking about me. Yeah, because they're talking about lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and people not. being pieces of shit. You probably thought we were still talking about him. And so you heard Chad just say his asking price is now $1,000 because yeah. he thinks he's like... So John just got paid $3,000 to do this show. Chad has reached out to Miserable's Company to say, if you want me on the show, it's 1000 bucks." <laughs> because I was just watching Miserable's Company before we went on here and Kevin was talking about that. He's like, no one wants to talk to you, Chad. Right. You're not a get. Why do, you, yeah, why do you think you're a get? You're not. And you notice that everything he referenced here, he's like, wow, they're doing numbers like the oil can days. Right. You know, like this is one yeah. big thing was getting a black the eye. puppet master. Chad was on this show for many, many months when they didn't have big numbers. And it was only because shows like ours were pointing out what a fucking pathetic liar he is that people were tuning in to watch the drama unfold. And speaking of the drama unfolding, yes. this part with John really irritated me because his tactic, what he's calling you out for, yeah. by the way, is yeah, what yeah. he did with Anthony Cumia. Oh, yeah. Uh, almost exactly. He's like, allegedly, and this and that, and not saying what he wants to say or saying it behind something. Everything that John does, and this is the thing I would have prepped more for if I had known it was actually going to happen, is when John first started his podcast, he was going after Gary Delabate and his family quite a bit. Mm. He was talking about his wife cheating on him, and he was talking about their kids, and all this shit that he claims. And then when I went on the show, I even called him out for, for saying, he used to play clips from the Howard Stern show. He goes, I did? I yeah. don't remember that. Okay, but you did. <laughs> you still did it. Yeah. And he's like, well, I guess Royce did that. Like, whatever. It was your show. It's the Stuttering John podcast yeah. is where you were doing this. So he, he's constantly doing things he's complaining about other people doing, which is what a lot of these hypocrites do, unfortunately. <laughs> Chad is just... So interested in the numbers and the viewers as he's looking at. Chad, this is what's this is what's wrong with you sometimes. You don't realize how easy it is to fuck with you. People make screenshots of shit all the time. You just believe it because you don't even understand how the world works, how the internet works. People fuck with you all the time. No, but that could be somebody does. People make this shit. They can change anything to anything. Change anything. 
We clicked on the link and it led to my. Kevin's business. well over fifteen hundred viewers. That's a lie. I, I could this is like old school when I was on the show. Why would I? Why would I give away your book, John? What would that do for me? So why post it? I didn't. <laughs> yeah, John, well, John, to be fair. Forever, John, someone told you that. I mean, to be fair, the I internet is very tricky. Unless, you, unless you're a troll for a living, the internet is very tricky. Yeah. You know, unless when it comes up. To, and, and only when it comes to me that it's true. If they have like a document or they found something, they're like, oh, we got to run with it. Chad's. And there was the MP3. He said he clicked on it and it went right to my book. How many of your moderators have turned on you, John? All of them? So I don't trust your moderators either. You see, again, it's getting interesting. There's a back and forth going on. John, again, is accusing me of posting his entire audio book on my Patreon. Something I've never done, but he's convinced that I did. And so we're going back and forth on that. I'm explaining to him how stupid he is because he believes every screenshot someone photoshops and says to him. And Chad goes, 1,500 viewers. Anyone can just go watch the show and see that. Add something, Chad. Yeah. Add something to the context of this. That would require a modicum of talent. And meanwhile, he's got 200 viewers watching him explain that there's 1,500 viewers out here. He continues to like scroll down and see how many numbers, but he stops reporting on it after a little while. Uh-huh. He's going, like, oh, it actually up looks up. like they're going to pull this off and make enough money. And also, Chad, I'm not falling for bad screenshots or Photoshopped documents when it comes to your police record. We're getting official documents for you. And I love that Chad never says he's innocent or says he didn't do these things. He just goes, you can't prove that. it seems to me like maybe everything that we say about him is true that's what i'm going to go ahead and say all right let's look at the uh the numbers again (laughs) wait there's not a beach there where the fuck you get to something kevin has 1600 go to a tanning salon that was more than the oil can stuff when i got the black eye i think we had 1500 hey carl 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 uh Carl, do you think that Carl, uh, I'm Carl, not going to ask you personal stuff, Carl. but do you buy? So now he's just mimicking Kevin, I guess. And I'll have to say, reacting to a show in real time and being entertaining is not easy. But Chad makes it look impossible. <laughs> he's very bad at this. Chad is like a, a child listening to grownups talk about politics. Right. Yeah. And he's like, hey, look at me. Yeah. He's just repeating a word that somebody says. Yeah. Bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. <laughs> right. Bureaucracy. It's like you're not even understanding the context. Rubble, 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 rubble. You're not even understanding the context. Oh, they're making uh, 1,500 viewers just like the oil can days. Oh, yeah. It's almost like they don't even need you. Right. When you peaked, they're doing better now than when you peaked on this show, Chad. So now, and this is what's great about Chad, because everything he accuses other people of doing, he does. So now, this is the narrative that he's going to set. He keeps pulling up these comments, and he's reading these different comments from people that are coming up while the show is going on. He's enjoying his life. He drives. He takes care of himself. Carl thinks he's an artist. He's able to, after whatever disability that he had from the car accident, he's able to live a life and and do it uh, by working. Shut up, Bob. And and I applaud that. And he's a nice guy. He's entertaining, isn't he? I've never considered myself an artist. (laughs) I think you guys would both agree, but I've both been in bands with me. I've never once referred to myself as an artist. But Carl Stinks, he considers himself an artist. Yeah, what an idiot. So now he's going to show more uh, things that help his narrative here. Then suddenly, Anthony Akiyukumia starts saying that I'm pocketing the fucking money. 
I only made look like at Carl's face. He knows he got owned. Super chats like you guys do. I, I had two hundred dollars. I sent her like two fifty. Yes, monthly. And then I fucking sent her a mini iPad. And my mother sent a hundred dollars on behalf of me. Carl really wants Can to I leave this Zoom meeting right now. Yeah, so, does it look like I'm getting owned, or that I want to leave in any single way? No. I was calm. I was having a conversation with John. In fact, I saw a lot of feedback. People say we have pretty good chemistry together. So yeah. John and me, yeah. which makes sense. I'm pretty used to. Kind of how he does his show and yeah, kind of his pace of things. But I just thought that was funny that on his show people are going, "Oh, Carl's getting owned right now." Yeah, right? John's killing it. Yeah, yeah. Carl's an idiot. Okay, John's tiring himself out, throwing a tantrum. Right. But that's uh, that's the narrative that that Chad's going with. And so this is more just uh, funny stuff about Chad. William Boggins in ten dollars. I heard Chad stole some new credit cards in order to offer John money to do his show. <laughs> there's Glad no way. Like. There's no way Chad had money laying around to pay John to do the show. That's that's a fact. I do. Then he want. Then he paid him five hundred dollars to an MLC post show. Yeah. So Chad's only comeback when they go. There's no way Chad has any money. I do. Chad, the reason why we think that is because when your YouTube channel was taken away for two weeks. You cried about how you were poor now. You lost your YouTube channel for two weeks and you couldn't pay your bills. Chad, you were so sad you reached out to Carl. Yes! <laughs> it was a crisis in your life. And so when he was called on that, he goes, yeah, so I was lying. I was lying about having money. So now he's like right back to lying again as if yeah. we just forgot. All yeah. of us just forgot. I just got back from the Nickelback, so I got money. Yeah, we, we all know you're broke, Chad. You've pretty much admitted it at this point. Okay. Last clip I have from here, and this is great because Chad's just, again, adding nothing to the show. So there's no reason to watch Chad's footage of it because he's not adding anything. And he scrolls down real quick to look at the numbers, then scrolls it off the screen as fast as possible. <laughs> but that's what's funny. No, I kind of want to watch it. I just want to see what's oh, going on. I'm not going to really add a lot to this. It's funny. It's funny. But nobody's saying show. it's not funny. This is John, do a show making fun of Shuli. I would support that 100%. Come back to the internet. And they say you were killing the super chats. The super chats would fucking roll in. So he saw that it was almost 1,900 people, and he just quickly put it back up like, oh, shit, this is doing way better numbers than I had anticipated, and it's hard for me to goof on them for uh, for what's going on there. One of the things, I'm going to bring Cardiff in. I think he watched this. Hey, Cardiff. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm doing well, buddy. How you been? Good, good. I'm sorry we didn't get the, the Stuttering John interview on my channel. I was hoping to bring you and I know. El the, Haribla. The entire Dabbleverse yeah. is sorry that we didn't get it on your channel. I know. But Were you trying to uh, yeah. throw a bid into the ring when Stuttering John was up for grabs? Oh, no. I was in, in active negotiations. He was. Yeah. I just needed two grand. Ah. Yes. American? Yeah. Allegedly. USD? <laughs> yes. Now, one of the things that I thought was fun, and I think I want to probably over the, the next few episodes pull some clips of this because it's all very interesting to see John back on the internet again. There's a lot to analyze, a lot to go over. It's a little weird because I'm talking a lot, and so it's confusing for me to pull clips, whatever. <laughs> but I called John out for claiming that he called the Rochester Police Department. Right, yeah. And I have a friend over there who went through and said, no, there's no record of this happening. And they, they log everything. So he's like, no, John didn't call this place. So I called him out. And I said, you lied about that. He goes, no, 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 I definitely did. I go, well, why did you try to get me arrested? He goes, because you called my kids losers. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> How is that possibly against the law? <laughs> Three counts of calling my kids losers. That was the closest I came to laughing my ass off. <laughs> that was so funny. 
Fuck. Oh, I did. I did hit a couple. <laughs> I let my ass off drops when he was saying that mm-hmm. on the show as he well. Said it once mm-hmm. at, uh, for live and in person too. <laughs> yep, it was the best. Uh, Cardiff takeaways. Anything that you want to? Uh, anything you took away from this episode that we did? Uh, well, I think. It was interesting to watch him actually admit being an Uber driver and just say he was an embarrassed, like an actual, yeah, real John moment. Thank like, you for saying that. I forgot yes. because they talked about why didn't he admit that he? And I tried to ask him about tweeting at that coworker and saying that she was a liar because there was a photo with her and him at the school. And this was before he admitted he was a substitute teacher, so he like was very belligerent. And it was amazing for him to say, "Well, I lied about it because I was embarrassed." I was like, wow, yeah. John just got real. That's cool. That was the only fun. real moment. Yeah, that was, was that, that was the yeah. only real moment. Yeah. 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 But other than that, then when, when uh, you know, Kevin would just ignore bringing on Shuli or bringing Anthony Kumi in just so he could read Super Chats for the last 40 minutes, it was, it was done for me. Basically, when you left, Carl, the interview was over. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I haven't watched it yet. People said it gets a little slow after that. I actually was watching last night. Anthony was watching Shuli watching this. <laughs> and so I didn't watch Shuli snipe of it, but I was watching Anthony watch it. And God, Chad's was better because at least Chad let us talk for a while. Yeah. Mike Morris was screaming over the whole fucking thing. Oh my it's like, God. Mike, now you're going to talk? Now the, yeah, most really interesting, exactly. the most interesting thing in the Dabbleverse in the, in the last year is happening. And now mm-hmm. you want to yell over everything? Fucking what are you doing? Guy, value subtracted. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. John got off a Mike Morris joke at the very beginning there. That he did. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. E-Rock asked me for um, the entire video. I sent that to him, so hopefully there'll be more analysis on uh, on Ant's show, which uh, probably just wrapped up. God, John looks like shit. He I looks just say how so bad. bad. He, looks? he looked like uh, Violet Beauregard's dad. Mm. He's like fucking blue as a dead body. Well, is what he looks. Well, like. Also, he dyes <laughs> his hair now. So his hair has no gray in it whatsoever, and he's growing it out. And gray would probably look better because it really accents that his face is gray. Yeah. Having the the brown hair. Yeah. It looks, it's the color of Coors Light now. We did, we did catch this on the, on Shuli's stream. He did call you out or ask you about wearing makeup on stream. Mm -hmm. I think he was obviously had makeup on because you could see his left uh, jowl was, was, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, washing out the green screen, I think he was good. getting a bit of a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a good, reflection from right. the makeup. That's a yes. good point, Cardiff. I good noticed catch. that too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when he asked me that, it took me, I was shocked. No, no one's ever accused me of wearing makeup. Yeah. <laughs> I was really taken aback by that. I was like, where did that question even come from? Right. But if he's actually wearing makeup, then I could see why he would ask that. That's oh, can funny. You, mm-hmm. Can you um, imagine this is this scenario of him setting up his camera and then he turns it on? And it's just a shirt and no head because his complexion is green <laughs> and won't show up. On the, it's like brown hair and a blue shirt and uh, no face. He looks like that puking emoji. Yeah. <laughs> so then he's got to put pancake makeup on so that he can fucking show up on a stream. It's to get just eyeballs. Shouted down. And then he calls mm-hmm. you out. It's yeah, called deflection. It does, yeah. doesn't always work. It doesn't yeah. always work. You look human. You must be wearing makeup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was, anyway, that was a blast. I had a very good time and uh, we'll be talking about it more in the future for sure because there were some uh, revealing moments like we talked about him admitting he was embarrassed about drive for Uber. Oh, that was the other thing too with the Uber story. And I don't know what your take on this was, Cardiff, but it seemed like 
John was had a big gotcha with Bob Levy. Mm. Oh, you drove for Uber, he says to, to Bob. Mm-hmm. And then Bob's story was, I was in a really bad car accident. I was a crippled. I couldn't walk. I had to drive for Lyft just to make ends meet. And he's he's going through this whole story. And John's like, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I called yep. him out. Like, that didn't work out well for you, did it, John? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoops. There was another good, honest moment where he was talking about why his house is financed by his mom oh. and how his credit is fucked because of his wife. That mm-hmm. was good. How funny was that? Because he mentioned that the, the only reason why his apartment was in his mom's name was for creative accounting purposes. <laughs> yeah. Which usually is what a Fortune 500 company does when they're trying to skirt paying taxes and things like that. Correct. But what yes. he was talking about was the fact that his credit was shit mm-hmm. and he couldn't get a loan or had to pay a high interest rate. Oh, my <laughs> child support payments are what? Oh, suddenly yeah. I don't have any money to and, pay child support. And isn't that funny? Well, Susanna's that, credit cards. Yeah, he blames Susanna. And then when I said, so it's Susanna's fault, he wouldn't go that far. Yeah. He's like, well, you know, she had credit cards. I didn't know about them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think as usual, John made the total wrong wrong move and went on that show. Didn't get any of what he wanted to get out. Didn't get to confront uh, three out of the four that he wanted to confront. And uh, yeah. well, also he got very drunk. I mean, oh, yes, that's allegedly <laughs> minimum minimum five beers. No, we count. We got up to six. On our oh yeah, I I, yes. I I punched out at, like after Carl. he wasn't drinking when he first started the show, mm-hmm. and then he saw that I was sipping on my pint glass over here. Mm-hmm. So, as an excuse to call me out, yeah. he's like, oh, I'll rip on him. I'll show you how to drink beers. Yeah. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> you drink beer like a real Carl over here. Here's how you pound a manly uh, Mick Ultra. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, he was drinking the Mick Ultras, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Common and like ground. an amateur, Common like ground. an amateur, amateur, he did not have a cooler in the empty living room mm-hmm. with him. You have to keep getting up to go to the fridge. Yeah, just yeah. bring that Two or four. What I the know. fuck is wrong with it's, you? They're not going to get warm. You're <laughs> drinking very quickly. Yeah. It's fine. They'll stay cold. Somebody pointed out to me they found John's Reddit sack account, or at least one of them, and it's Leopard Just 7750. And so if you go through all the posts, it's it's hilarious because here's one, and he's posting and Shuli's anonymous. Well, folks, I thought it was Vince, the dues payer, and Carl who changed the deal, not John. And he posts the video of Vince admitting that he's the one who changed the deal and saying that he fucked up the deal that we were supposed to have. And no, no one ever elect to use that picture of Stuttering John except Stuttering John. Yep. <laughs> look how good I used to look. Yep, I know. And then so just some of the other posts on here. It's very fun to read this. As per Stuttering John, exclusive dues payer is trying hard to rewrite history. The only thing is I have the text and emails on how they alter the deal minute by minute. Vince said as much. And said he thought that they did it because they were afraid to do it. And so this Tuesday, Kev paid some up front. We were going to pay him 1500 up front. Kevin gave him 500 up front. And this whole thing that I was debating with John about the fact that he's just like, they changed the deal, so I dropped out. Like This could have been talked through. We could have negotiated. Yeah. We could have figured this out very it was a easily. a fluid deal that yes. was not a signed contract. Right. And I hate the idea. Okay, so look at this. I hate to say it, but Stuttering John wins. This is another post that he put up. <laughs> hate him as much as you mm-hmm. want, but the dabbler has figured out how to give all these losers the ultimate F you. Just stop broadcasting. Watching all these losers scramble for content only proves how unoriginal and untalented they all are. Carl included. 
Yeah, that's obviously someone who's not Sonny John posting that. He did refer to himself as the dabbler, though. Yeah, because he's trying to be incognito. I know, but... Th- this is hilarious. This post right here is from 15 days ago. Because this actually ties into one of the stories he told on MLC. I totally believe the dues payer was one of Sonny John's moles. Here's why. In case you're not aware, the dues payer is Shuli Egar. What is that in reference so, to? Shuli once said, I think it was, it was some argument he was having on the Howard Stern show about his stand-up. And Shuli said, I've paid my dues in comedy. Meaning that he's Basically been... Basically yeah, touring no. and doing the small yep. shows and doing the clubs. and Working the circuit where John just kind of walked into uh, being a big comic on a big tour because of the Howard Stern show. Well, everybody says that you got to pay your dues to... They have a seat at the table. Right. But for whatever reason, people love to rip on Shuli, especially John. Okay. For saying that he paid his dues. Okay. All right. I just needed to know that. Okay. So let me read this post right here. So I totally believe the dues payer was one of Suttering John's moles. Here's why. How else did Suttering John know the story about where Shuli's wife had to pee while they were being confined in a room while the pelican walked down the hallway? Then she finally went to pee. And when she was returning to the room, she ran into Howard in the hallway. She was so afraid that the dues payer would get fired. Shuli never told anyone that story. That's why he's so pissed at the dabbler. Now, John brought up this story on MLC yesterday. Yeah, right, yeah. And we all called him out for how boring this was. Like, this is your inside scoop that Shuli's girlfriend at the time ran into Howard in the hallway? Yeah, she used a bathroom she wasn't supposed to. There's proof. Scandalous. But uh, as as Shuli replied on his stream last night, uh, his wife or then girlfriend at the time had never been to Sirius XM. So it's not even, it's just a totally made up story. Yes. Okay. That makes even more sense. Yes. All right. What so a strange I, story to make up. It's so bizarre. And that was the other thing that happened where John originally said that Shuli was the one who leaked the Pelican brief, that staff meeting where Howard told everyone to make fake Twitter accounts and tweet at celebrities. And John's intention is to get Shuli either in trouble or fired. For leaking that video, because Howard does not want that out. And so when we asked mm-hmm. him, like, dude, you said that Shuli was the one who leaked that, and he wasn't. He goes, did I say that? Oh, I don't, I don't remember that. So whenever John does something shitty, he just goes, really? Hmm. Gosh. Yeah, I must have had blackout drugs. Doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> yeah. He did actually say that one time. He's like, maybe I was loaded. <laughs> one, of the, one of the things that we reminded him of that he totally forgot. But anyway, this goes on and on and on. If you look into this person, every single post... I mean, there's a lot of people posting shitty things about Shuli in the subreddit, don't get me wrong. <laughs> He's just, the way he writes and the way he talks, it's obviously stuttering John. And that's uh, rather pathetic. How do people sniff that out? I know, isn't that funny? Yeah. People find something, they read a thread, they're like, I don't think yeah. a normal person would have wrote that. I, yeah. That sounds like something stuttering John would write. Very savvy. Yep. Yepper. All right. Enough of uh, stuttering John talk. I think we, we've covered that enough. That was a lot of fun. A dream come true. A dream I never had. Yeah. <laughs> I literally never intended to ever talk to stuttering John. A dream I never wanted. Yeah, it was, it was never my intention to have a conversation with him, but I'm glad that we did. And I tried to convince him to come back. I asked him. I pleaded with him. I told him he should start a show about Shuli. He'd have all of Shuli's Anonymous watching his show and super chatting him. Kevin told him the same thing. But uh, John insists that he's not coming back. And that's the other thing. Oh, Cardiff, I want to ask you about this. That's yes. the other thing that John said. And I kind of let it go by because I didn't, I wasn't actually there to talk to Andrea Brower like you were. But mm-hmm. I, I go, John, I know you've reached out to your moderators recently about coming back. He goes, no, I didn't. 
Didn't Andrea Brower say that she was recently yes. messaged by John? The video is on my Patreon. The audio is on her podcast. Uh, her and Benny Loco were both approached uh, by Stuttering John to yeah. fire up the old Stuttering John machine again. So why did he lie about that? I mean, that's a dumb question, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't know. Fair enough. Yes. That's the I, one thing I don't know. I think he was surprised that I knew that. Information. He's like, well, I didn't, I didn't reach out to my monitor. Like, okay, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> Are you going to come back or not? Mm-hmm. And uh, he insisted uh, he's not. One uh, one fun fact that came out of Shuli's stream yesterday, and I don't know if this is Vince just trying to start something or plan something. Do you remember uh, Stutter John alluding to uh, an incident, uh, a menage a trois of sorts with uh, uh, Howard and Beth, or we were kind of speculating yes. it was Howard and Beth? Yes. Yes. So Vince did uh, say yesterday that John told him it was a Ross and his wife had a had a an interlude, a, a wife swapping uh, session. Really, with Ross Sapin and his wife and Susanna. So okay, so he alluded to it being Howard Breaking and Beth, news. but it wasn't Howard and Beth. Well, no, I think I think the way John put it was, you know, he didn't want to say because you know he doesn't want anyone to. Uh, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but You're yeah, just a so potato. He did, it's okay. He he did allude to something. Uh, I don't remember if it was in the book. I think it was in the book. Uh, yeah. But uh, according to Vince, yesterday it was Ross uh, Ross and his wife. All right. Ross Apen. Now we know. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the other thing. Grim is reminding me in the chat is John's big approach for me was to call me out for not having children and imply that I must be gay, which was oh, yeah. really Multiple bizarre. Times. Multiple times. Multiple times. coming back times. to it. And I'm like, John, wh- why would it matter if I were gay? And plus, I'm obviously not a married man. A lot of people don't have children. It's not not Ga- obvious. Ga- oh, it's not that obvious? No. Oh, okay. Well, next week we're talking about you monster trucks. You don't scream trucks. heterosexuality. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Good point. So that was really an, an odd angle for him to take, a guy who has two LGBTQ children, to think that he's insulting me by saying that I might be gay or I don't have kids because... I think he was saying I don't have sex or something. Does he think that there isn't birth control mm-hmm. or coming on the tits? Like yeah. there's other ways around. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. whatever. All your time is spent shitting on him. I don't have time for sex. <laughs> yeah, who has time for Look that? Look what Stuttering John's doing over here. All right. Well, we got to catch an alien, but I want to bring in Anne, our new review girl. Annie, how's it going? Oh, hello. Moderator oh. to the stars, Annie, who is on mute. Yes, you are muted. Let's see if I can unmute you. There you go. Oh, no, I got it. Sorry about that. Hey, everyone. Hey, so Ooh. are you still uh, moderating Patty C Cups live streams? As of today, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really funny. I, I like that you interact with him a lot, too. He seems to uh, trust you. Uh, I, as far as I can tell, as, yeah. As he I'll should. Tell. I'm not saying he should. but To clear it up with anyone that's like you know thinking anything otherwise... I'm not running like any spy operations or anything like that. I'm a genuine fan of Patrick Michael uh, and a genuine fan of WATP. Uh, Patrick Michael won't let me be on his show. And I asked Carl to be on this show. So I'm, you know, at least on one of the shows I like. Very good. And we're all fans of uh, Patty Broken Skull. Mm -hmm. So I I understand what you're saying. All right, let's, let's catch an alien here, shall we? I did oh. apologize. This yeah. is a longer one. <laughs> this is six minutes. But, <laughs> but it's a goodie. Cardiff insists it's worth it. Yes. 
So I gotta grab a couple cores. I know. I do have to do uh, who are these socials at eight o'clock tonight. Hopefully we can get through this. <laughs> All right, here we go. You mean subreddit surfing at eight o'clock tonight? Sorry, are we going I'm, up against each I'm other? We're going up against each other oh, because oh. I had to reschedule this week. Oh, I know. Sorry. See, it's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch an alien. Are you ready to play to catch an alien? And on 9-11, the World Trade Center fell in my office. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, the, Tell me about that. The plane oh, just missed sucks. me. He, he's been here three times. Hasn't mentioned that. The plane, the plane just he missed saw me. the plane. Yeah, he's been it. in here three times. Hasn't mentioned that. So tell me about that. That's well, interesting. Well, I just, just want to say that my very first patient, the very first, they carried some girl in, an eight-year-old girl. They carried her in. She couldn't walk. Something happened. She woke up. Her legs were like paralyzed. She couldn't walk. Then no one knew what happened. They brought her to me. I worked on her for two minutes. She walked out. That was my first patient of my career. So it just... People start coming from far and wide. They just heard about the results. And that happened in New York, right? In Manhattan. Not, not a, no better place for that to happen yeah. to get the word out, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I, was, I was in, uh, I had an office across from the World Trade Center, and I, I saw the plane hit it, and I, I was right there, and I escaped. I, I jumped in my car, jumped in the Holland Tunnel, and went into New Jersey right before they closed it off. So you're in your office. You see the plane. You're actually in my apartment. You're in your apartment. Yeah. You see the plane hit. Yes. And then what do you do? I didn't know what it was, and I saw the second plane hit. I said, oh, shit, we're under attack. I knew right away, and I just went down to the, <laughs> and I just drove out to New Jersey. Wow, and just got the hell out of there. Right away. Now, when you were driving out, was it madness, crazy? No, no one knew what was going on. It was like people were like looking they up. Were like, they were like, just in shock. They were just, no, they were just looking up like like nothing. I knew. Where were you at during 9-11? Well, it's funny. Yeah, that I, was, I was, no, I was, <laughs> I was actually on my way to the airport at the time. I was uh, living in Minneapolis. Uh, I was working for, this was before I went to chiropractic school. I was working for uh, Simmons Mattress. And we had a conference here or in, up in Atlanta. And- Ever tell you guys my 9-11 story? No. I was almost on all four of those planes. I had a ticket to be Wait. on all four of those planes that day. Wait, isn't that Dick's story? Oh, maybe that's Dick's story. All right, good point. <laughs> and um, I was supposed to fly on an airplane that day, and I had no idea what was going on. I got in my truck, drove to the airport, and I got to the airport, and then all these cops and everyone were like, you got to turn around and go. And I was like, Whoa. But just wait, the greatest like 9-11 that. story so comes at the end. In the airport, okay. So I turned around, went back to my place, turned on the TV and saw what happened. And at that point, I'm sure, like everybody else, you think like the world's going to end. And I lived in a high rise in Minneapolis on you know the, the, the 22nd floor on uh, yeah, across the street from the post office near the Metrodome. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is crazy. So, yeah, crazy, crazy experience. But, I mean, we talk and we've got a lot of folks. We know a lot of folks. I know a lot of so is Pete. And I know you do, too. But, you know, conspiracy theory type of folks that don't now, really even believe I, did, that that happened. Can you pause for a second? And so it's, you know, always interesting. Yeah. Did you did you notice like the the poor camera work and the the the, the really awkward zooming in? Yeah, what's going on? Oh, well, just keep that in mind. Okay. Interesting when I'm with him because someone might bring that up, and he's like, "No, no, 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 no." I hang out with a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Conspiracy theory. Yeah. I had the head of the Secret Service in who investigated that. Thirty six hundred engineers he had in there. Independent report. Yeah. You know what the report concluded? What's that? Demolition. Of course. I... Do, you know, do you know what else they did? What? What did Tommy say next? All right. Here are your choices. Number one, told all their associates to stay home. Hmm. B, thermite paint (laughs) everywhere. Next, they changed every elevator. Four, an entirely new maintenance company was hired. Two weeks prior. I've heard that. Lastly, three whole floors packed with explosives hmm. to catch an alien. All right, so we're talking about Building 7 here, right, Cardiff? Uh, no, not, not specifically. No? Okay. Well, I'm going to go with one everyone stay home. 
is going to be my guess. Annie, what say you? I'm going to go with New Maintenance Company. Yeah, I've heard that Number before, four. too. Okay. That's pretty good. Uh, Trucker Andy? New Elevators. Yep. I've heard that one. <laughs> I've heard all of these. I mean, the Thermite Paint makes me laugh because that's Jesse Ventura's thing. But, <laughs> <laughs> Thermite yeah. Paint. Um, <laughs> uh, I went with Maintenance Company. Number four. Maintenance Company. All right. So not three fours of explosives. No one has that. No one has Thermite Paint. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I had the head of the Secret Service in who investigated that. 3,600 engineers he had in there. Independent report. Yeah. You know what the report concluded? What's that? Demolition. Of course. Do you, know, do you know what else they did? What? They changed every elevator oh. the World Trade Center three weeks before 9-11. Nice. Who's the winners on this one? We got Andy. Andy. Just Andy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, buddy. Nice work. All right. So Caught I, so many aliens. I, I assume this is going to get interesting here, right? Yes. Okay. Let's check it out. The elevators were changed nine years ago. Has 30-year warranty. Every elevator was changed three weeks before. That guy there, Rick Prado, was head of the CIA. He went in 61 days before 9-11 to Bush and Rumsfeld. He said, look, the cells are quiet. They're coming on these planes. I always thought it was Bush. Rumsfeld said, no, not enough information. <laughs> the head of the fucking CIA. Then the head of the Secret Service who investigates it. Wait, not a giggle on that one? And after... <laughs> what, the guy coming on a plane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> all right, Cardiff. Guys, everyone laugh at Cardiff's sight gag. All right, on these planes. I always thought it was Bush. <laughs> said, no, not enough information. The head Ed, of the fucking CIA. Sure that Ed. Then the head of the Secret Service who investigates it. Demolition, demolition. And after he had said that, you could see, you could see it was bothering him. You know, he had mm-hmm. seen a lot of shit. And his wife worked in Building Seven, but she had been off that week. So after that, he's like, you know. I just hope I'm wrong, and, you know, you just like, I'm hoping I'm wrong. And that, that was one of those things where you kind of just let it go sure. at that well, point. I'm building seven. About a week after 9-11, I went back to my apartment to get some stuff, and I looked under building seven, seven days after 9-11, and the, the, the fire guys were shooting water on it 24-7. The fire was still burning. I mean, what? Please. Did, did you just call firefighters the water guys? Wait. <laughs> the fire guys. The fire guys. Oh, we call them the fire guys? Oh, yes. I, gotta, I gotta hear that again. Shooting water on this, it 24-7. This is a chiropractor. still burning. <laughs> to get some stuff. Oh, back and guy. I looked under building seven, seven days after 9-11, and the, the, the fire guys were shooting fire water guys. on it 24-7. The fire was still burning. I mean, what? Please. Yeah. yeah. Please. And you know what was funny is I didn't get it. Well, when he said the elevator, I'm like, okay, they changed the elevators. He goes, no, they just changed them nine years ago. And I'm like, well, okay, so maybe they broke or they got a new deal. He goes, no, no, they're good for 30 years. They don't change every elevator in every building, right. you know? And then uh, we kind of let it there. Where I was, I was... <laughs> I was about to ask you where you were. <clears throat> I was driving for uh, Mannheim Auto Auction. It was exotic day. So we would take the cars from uh, Lebanon, Pennsylvania to Mannheim Auto Auction to run them through the uh, exotic car lane. And I was listening to Howard. When it, when it happened, I was actually in the car and we were listening to Howard Stern when it happened, which that was really a good. I was there. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, I was there. What did you think when you heard that? Go, when that Because you guys were there. I was in another studio. I, you know, my studio was down the hall. And I saw it first. I had, I, I had monitor TV. And I'm like, this is like, they didn't even know a plane hit it. The building was just on fire. And at that point, nobody knew what happened. And, you know, we, we run into Howard in a commercial break. There was something going on. He turns his TV on and. Rest is history. And I, I'll tell you what, he he was really good at that. Only Scott can make a 9 story boring. That was the worst story possibly ever. Yep. We were right next door to where it happened. We didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for the... What? And Scott, <laughs> Scott, the engineer, famously tried to go bowling yeah. that night. And he was mad that the bowling alley was closed. <laughs> mm-hmm.
But you see the sloppy camera work. Oh, that. Okay, now I'm understanding. Scott's yes. working this one. Yes. Did you hear Rob's John bragging there. about getting him a job? Yes. <laughs> that was funny, too. <laughs> so many good moments. Yeah. yeah. I, I listened to it the, the 35 minutes up. It was in the van with the nut old guys on the way back, and then another drive on the back up. It was crazy. Yeah. I don't think anybody will ever forget where they were at that day. Never. I'll Boom. tell you one thing about that day. That's all for this time. Oh, that's it? Come back next time <laughs> to find so out if you have the 30-year elevator warranty <laughs> to catch an alien. Brought to you by Subreddit Surfing, Wednesdays at 8 on YouTube. And check out You'll Remember the 90s. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Patreon.com slash card. Okay, that's enough. I think when Cardiff admires himself, he's just <laughs> sitting there smiling and laughing at his own thing. <laughs> it's hilarious. You know, I get a lot of views on YouTube lately. Most of them are me. <laughs> right. You're watching yourself. Yeah. Yes. Kind of like how Bert Kreischer was going to his own movie over and over again. Going <laughs> <laughs> to build up the box office for it. I heard, I was talking to Vinny this morning because we did a uh, Creep Off bonus show, which, by the way, we inducted Hulk Hogan into the Creep Off Hall of Fame. That's mm-hmm. worth checking out to get on the, the Creep Off uh, right. Patreon. But he was mentioning that you had a pretty good subreddit surfing tonight. It's people who quit their jobs. Yes. So yes. Is I it... quit. Oh, do you want Sorry, me to come on? Yeah. Again, we had a we had a better sub uh, for quitting picked out, but that one is still dark. There's okay. still a protest going on, so we are uh, doing our best. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Andy, people should check out your show, All Apologies Podcast. What are you guys talking about these days? Yeah, uh, Stacey Dash just came out this morning. She uh, is a black conservative Trump supporter that wants to walk it all back. She regrets doing that and wants everybody to know that she's sorry. And I think next week we're going to put out Tiger Woods. It's been long overdue. Yes. That's, so, a, that's good story. a good one. Yeah. That's a, that's a fun one. All right. Very good. Um, Cardiff. Thanks again for uh, to catch an alien. Annie, you got some reviews uh, to read in a minute? Yes. All right. Very good. If people want to stick around after the outro to check that out, I got a bunch of voicemails as well. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. <sighs> mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. And actually, Annie, I'm sorry to steal your thunder here. But we should probably start with, um, I don't know if her name is Magic Mind. I don't know what her oh, name yeah, that's, is. That's good. <laughs> we have to figure that out. But we do have our virtual review girl who's uh, going to come on and read a review for us. And you have to follow this, unfortunately. And W-A-T-P. Hi, Carl. Congratulations on the return of the glory days and the dabbler. I have one review for you today. This review is from GK Got Killed on June 25th. It is titled, Good Review E Beggars. An okay show my friends told me about, nothing remarkable. But what annoyed me was them trying to beg for good reviews and disguise it as some lame game with the viewers. Well, here's your five-star review, Sans 4. Oh. Three. Two. <laughs> Sounds like a one-star review. <laughs> if I had to do the math on it. One. That is a five-star hey. review. Oh, all right. John, bleach your condo, <laughs> not your skin. Skull. 
<laughs> when he brought up that we talked about how disgusting his apartment was, yeah. he's like, Ooh, you guys talked about how gross it was? I'm like, yeah, it sounds like it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I think we mentioned it maybe more than once. <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, Annie, this is your second appearance on the show. Your first appearance got people talking a little bit. Have you seen any of the feedback from uh, from that? Yes, I've seen some of the feedback. And for the most part, not a lot of you guys are funny. I've only seen a couple mm. of the comments that are even worth like, oh, okay, 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 fair enough. My favorite <laughs> one, it was one from the Patreon. Uh, it was like some similar to Bring Back Vic. This TR Annie isn't very funny. And I was okay. like, hey, I, hey that's, right. that's good. That's Cardiff. That's Cardiff's <laughs> Cardiff. Cardiff sock account that did that. Yeah, some people uh, seem to think you weren't assigned female at birth, I guess, is the uh, the consensus that's going on. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All right, and you have uh, some reviews to read? I hope I didn't say your thunder too much there with that one. Yep, I got two reviews. I got one from It's Zeke on June 24th, titled Amazing Guests. Amazing show that has Alex Stein on more than once is no podcast I want to listen to. Be better. Oh, no. I thought it was Gino that everyone hated. <laughs> That's why I had Gino on. So the, the Alex Stein stuff. You're like, oh, Alex is fine. It's just, um, is that a uh, five star review? Uh, no, that's a one oh. star. Mm-hmm. Bummer. All right. No more Alex Stein. <laughs> You've bullied hey, me. I liked it. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I thought it was okay, too. But what do I know? What do I know about anything? Right. I got one more for you. It's uh, from Adolf Hot Dog Bugger. Mm-hmm. From June 26th, we are watching you. Carl, your cousins in the fatherland have been monitoring your relationship with the thief, Shuli. We feel you are being taken advantage of and you should be, or and you should take immediate actions before we have to come do it ourselves. And our methods may be a little more harsh than yours. Wow. That sounds like a five-star review if I've ever heard one. <laughs> That is a five-star review. Nice. Thank you very much. Keep the reviews coming in, everybody. It helps the algorithms, and it confuses people who are just checking out the show for the first time, which I find to be funny. Gary in San Diego. What? Calling into the show. Hey, Carl. Gary from San Diego. You really didn't think John was going to sit for a three-hour interview with you and Shuley, did you? That was the old verbal shoe shine. He's going to yank the rug out from under you guys all along. Uh, deflect every question, not answer questions, blame you guys for being money grubbers. That's the old projection. He's an idiot, and you guys fell for it, or at least for a while. I think he's in uh, John's new house. Yeah. <laughs> very very <laughs> like it. Where he is. At least you didn't have to go through the humiliation of paying him any money. I hope he never gets a super chat out of this. What an idiot he is. I hope he suffers the way he's wishing that you guys suffer. Anyway, that's it for now. Okay. Talk to you later. How how do you think John felt seeing those $400 super chats? Oh, gosh. I can only imagine. Although... He got paid three thousand bucks for that appearance. I think that was pretty, and he got to get drunk. I bet yeah, he doesn't got, usually do that. Yeah, yeah. got to. <laughs> I bet that wasn't a bad payday. How for often him. does that happen? That's probably pretty good. But uh, Gary, I don't say this very often, but uh, ha ha, <laughs> we did talk to John, 
And he did do a three-hour interview. Yeah, Gary wishing ill will. And props to Kevin Brennan because he's the one who pulled it all together. He's the one who pulled it off. Got to give him. Got to give it to him. Hey, I don't know why people were trying to like say he didn't do a good job on the show or something. He's just oh, letting he's, the he's perfect. Letting the action happen. Well, because Kevin doesn't know a lot about stuttering John. Mm-hmm. It's not part of his world. He knows Chad. Right. <laughs> he brought up Chad a few times. We don't know John, so he let me and Bob talk about. But then he, bring Shuli on. Let, yeah, let John go at him. Yeah. I, I would have had Mike Morris just to piss off Sheila even more. <laughs> that would be funny. Carl, you mentioned you didn't watch the show after you left, and that makes sense. you got yeah. a lot going on. But I stuck around just to see what you know John was going to do, if he made going to make a fool of himself. Yeah. And, of course, at the very, very, very end of the show, like the last couple of seconds, uh, Bob leaves and Kevin leaves, and it just switches to John full screen, and he just looks around like, uh, Adam, you there? And then just just sits there in silence, and then the stream ends. It just on his face, just oh, looking like he has no idea what's going that's on. That's right. I think Brian Johnson actually messaged me. He's like, "Cringe of the week." You got to watch the end of it. All right, oh, I'll pull no, that for that's next so time. Fun. I want to. That's see that. funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good call. And I got to check that out. Where'd everyone go? <laughs> <laughs> Show's over already. <laughs> hey, Carl. Like. I kind of know, like, who the hell is the whatever podcast even for? Like, it's obviously made for, like, losers who hate women, but then, like, why would you want to listen to them talk for fucking four hours about nothing? Is it for the guy to, like, dunk on him? But he's not, like, funny or interesting, and he's, like, kind of an insecure chode. Who the fuck listens to this shit? Yeah. God, it's an even worse show than the creep off. What oh. the fuck? Whoa, whoa, whoa! That call was going <laughs> hey. so well for a second there. <laughs> Thought that was actually a good question because I didn't understand who the target audience was that for that. But it's huge. It's a huge show. People like it. Go figure. Oh fuck me, Carl. The uh, Tony Muskrat um, latest song last episode for uh, uh, Seamus uh, Pat just fucking absolute genius. And it made me think, you know, I really wish that Carl would put a sound crowd together with all these songs on. But then I thought, tell you what, why don't I just look for Tony Muskrat on SoundCloud? And sure enough, all of his awesome songs are there. I'll promote them because you're too much of a cunt. Thank you. Sir, in this country, that's a very offensive word. <laughs> yeah. I have to keep reminding these. It's not bloke. <laughs> yeah. He reminded these Europeans. It's just not cool. <laughs> very offended by that. Yeah, Tony Muskrat's fantastic. It's nice to have him back in the fold. Keep those uh, song parodies coming for our Patty Pukewater song parody contest, everybody. All right, Annie, we got some feedback for you. All right. Review girls, Carl. Review girls. Not fucking Andy. uh, Annie. Fuck. Just objectively, that is a bad review voice, okay? Objectively. That's a bad anything voice. You don't see me trying to be a review girl. Jesus Christ. That's why you listen to them before you invite them on your show. Holy shit. Andy actually sent me an audition tape. I, knew, I did. I knew exactly video. what Andy sounded like. She sent me a whole video to, uh, to audition. It was very professional of her. Are we going to get the review girl full Monty? Most people have said no, so I'm going to say probably not. Okay. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Hi, Carl. So, first, I was a little annoyed. Episode 420 wasn't on Patreon. And I go, wow, I'm actually paying for this service. And I have to go get it on Spotify and listen to these shitty commercials. Then I listened to it. 
What a dog shit episode. <laughs> now I realize why you didn't put it on Patreon. Who is going to pay for that episode with this Gino character who sucks and whoever else you had on there? Missy B was awesome. But everybody else, wow. Pretty sure the whole episode was a major cringe of the week. I don't know, Carl. Do better. Just do better. Don't call me back. The reason why that's on Patreon, and people complain about this sometimes. I forget that they don't realize it. The show goes out on their main show feed. If you want to just listen on Patreon, you can listen to the video because we post all of the YouTube videos. I didn't have an internet connection to get any type of upload going, yeah, so I couldn't no live stream. I couldn't do a live stream. I couldn't do a video of it, so we didn't. We never did a, a YouTube anything for it, which is why it's not on there. And listen, I'm just going to predict. I think episode 420 is going to be one of those episodes. Years from now, they're like, "This was actually brilliant." <laughs> At the time, we all thought it sucked. Yeah. Turns out, this is actually a brilliant episode. Gino's doing a character. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are going to be pining for the days. That we had Gino and Alex Stein in the same studio together. All right, maybe not. (laughs) Possibly not. Annie, this is for you. Hey, it's Mondays again. Uh, Referring to the new news girl, news girl, whatever, uh, Annie, I mean, they seem cool. And obviously, uh, they're clearly trans or something. So I was wondering, like, did they name themselves Annie, or is it just, like, close to what their original name was? Good question. And, like, in that case, like, your name is Annie, and you're trans. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a pretty obvious nickname mm-hmm. given to you. So either they didn't see that coming, and that's going to be a pretty obvious point of contention, or they have a pretty good sense of humor about it. So we have a, how to call him Annie the tranny. I mean, if this doesn't get played on the show, assuming uh, the answer is no. <laughs> All right, call me back. I was wondering Bye. what you meant by allowed to. <laughs> I'm not your mom. I don't know. <laughs> it does sound like a potato calling. <laughs> Annie? Uh, to answer the voicemailer, uh, if they really want to know, they can find me on Discord. I'm pretty active in the WATP Discord. Okay. And they can shoot me a DM, and I'd be more than happy to answer questions. But I'm not just going to blabber my personal information on the air. All right. There it is. No follow-up questions. Moving on. Hey, Carl. Uh, my name's Callback Curtis. I'm 28 years old, and for the last five years, I've been I've been doing improv, and no, I feel like I'm doing it to lash out at the world. And I'm wondering if you have any tips to help me get through this part of my life and move on. Yeah. Thanks. Not, not Callback Curtis. Take up drinking. Yeah. Do something productive with your time. See, now that's what Sarah Silverman should say. (laughs) Yeah. Hard drugs is better than improv. Come on. There's other ways to fill your evening. That's so sad. Oh, this is fun. We had a celebrity call in for the first time. This celebrity. I mean, we've had a lot of celebrities call in. This celebrity calling for the first time. Carl, this is Dr. Claw. I don't appreciate you and your viewers making fun of my brother Scorch. If it wasn't for that don't go gadget, you would have had a very successful career. I'll test you next time, gadget. Dr. Claus Brothers with Scorch? I had no idea. It makes sense. Inspector Gadget. They had that show in Canada. Good to know. Minnesota. All right. Hey, Carl. Patty Pukewater here. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. I spend years ignoring you. 
letting you shit in my mouth on a near constant basis. And what did I do? Nothing. That's right. I did nothing, Carl, and not because I couldn't. It is because I am a weak man. I am a man who turns my camera on to a cactus, Carl. A cactus. I have nothing. Please let me have the little cape and let me stand next to stuttering, John, please. Carl, it's all I ever wanted. That and your mom. Fuck you, Carl. Oh. And fuck you, Vinny, too. Hold on, Buttercup. What the fuck did I do? That's very confusing. <laughs> wasn't bad. That, that was, was a terrible good impression. I wasn't sure if it was AI or if it was an impression because the it voice was inflection was Patrick off. Patrick Michael and a good Vinny. Yep. All right. Oh, Tony from the Bronx called into the show. Everyone loves Tony from the Bronx. And he's he's getting better with uh, keeping these calls succinct, which is nice. Carl's matter, Matt. You got to do a segment with uh, Tony or Tommy from the all right, because it's not Tony from the Bronx, but it's about him. All right, my notes suck. Moving on. <laughs> Carl's man, Matt. You got to do a segment with uh, Tony or Tommy from the Bronx. People call in with their problems, similar to the Sarah Silverman disaster show. And, oh, my God, he could be set up at, like, City Island, at, like a nice little seafood restaurant up there that they got in the Bronx. And I just want to hear his advice for people with their freaking life problems. Call me back. <laughs> All right, not a bad idea. Thank you for that pitch. I feel like every reply would be, Samantha, you. <laughs> you got him all figured out. Yeah. You're saying he's one-dimensional? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I've been burying the lead. On Sunday night, I was on the Uncle Rico show with Anthony Cumia and the whole gang over there, and we did three hours on the time that Suttering John went on the Artie and Anthony show. That's worth checking out. And uh, I think this, that's what this call is about. But who knows? My notes are all over the place. Carl, Tony from the Bronx. Listen, <laughs> you sounded like crap on Uncle Rico, dude. Every time you spoke, it was like fucking nails on a chalkboard. I mean, this is a game seven of, of the World Series where you're coming out onto the mound with a bloody sock. You're a fucking podcaster for crying out loud. Get over yourself. Next time, sit it out. It's not that serious. But, but I must say, Carl, with the bad voice and everything, you still contributed more to the show than Mike Moore. All right, Carl, I'm out. Don't call me back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, what way? <laughs> you sounded like crap. All right. <laughs> I did have a thing going on. I will admit that. I tried. I tried to push through it. Okay, a uh, couple more here. Sorry, there's a lot. Carl, what the fuck? I was listening to the latest episode of the Dick Show crossover, which I was able to get by going to patreon.com slash Ruddy's podcast. And Vinny searched for horse porn with my Siri, and now I'm going to fucking jail. You better pay my bail, you piece of shit. Aside from that horrible anecdote, you should check out our Patreon. The crossover episode we did with Vinny and Dick Masterson was fantastic. And uh, worth checking out. The Financial Feminist audiobook is bonkers. All right, these are more recent voicemails talking about my appearance on Misery Loves Company yesterday with Suttering John. Carl, this is John from Wisconsin. I just wanted to tell you how proud I am of you and your performance on the Misery Loves Company show. You kicked Suttering John's ass. You truly are the Joe DiMaggio of podcasters. God bless you. I will subscribe to you until my dying day. I love you, and I love Croge. Bye. Love you, too, and thank you for that. And it wasn't my goal to kick his ass. I wasn't trying to be confrontation. I was just trying to call him on some of his bullshit. That's all. That's all I was trying to do. Carl, I want to give you 
props. I know last week on the show, you said if you uh, listen to a show, a podcast radio show, and you say that you love someone that's lame, and I'm not going to say gay like uh, John would say, <laughs> but uh, you really stepped up. You really showed what a man you are, uh, you know, in the face of John with his insane ramblings and Kevin and Bob with whatever the hell they do. Um, <laughs> you held your own. You were funny. You were witty. And most importantly, you were the best-looking person on that screen the Weird. entire time. Weird. Uh, I'm not going to say that I love you and Vinny and Chris and the whole crew, but you rock. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Much appreciated. Hi, Carly Poo. Just calling in response to um, your excellent appearance on MLC with the Stuttering John interview. Man, that was something. Just the uh, only observation I've got is I think you really did miss a trick with him just really like a dog with a bone going after you about, oh, why don't you have kids? Like, you know, somehow it's homosexual people that don't have kids and then you know, okay, so you must be a homosexual then. And I just think you should have called him on it and said, yeah, look, John, thought experiment time. I am a gay man. I love to bum men in their bums. And in fact, I'd love nothing more than to bum you right now because you're such an attractive man. And uh, so what exactly is wrong with that? Especially to, to just considering that his child is fucking trans. <laughs> like, oh, he might just be the stupidest piece of shit ever to have existed. Of all the feedback I got, I did not get anyone else telling me I should have told John I want to bum him in his bum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, turn the tables on him. I just didn't think of that, sir. I got to say, I just want to bring up that it was very delightful when they finally brought you onto the stream that... You popped up with the poster yeah. of John behind you in the blue shirt, and then John is sitting there wearing the a blue shirt. Yeah, yeah. It was it very was incredible, meta. looking just as gray. Yeah. yeah, he's like, this guy's a big fan of me. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Look behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Who else has a portrait of you on their wall? So great. Yeah, it was funny. All right, last one. Hey, it's Sergio from Providence. Carl, you're a fucking hero. I watched you take on Stuttering John yesterday at the gym. Doing cardio, I watched it live. I had goosebumps. I was like, "There's no way this is fucking happening." You did a great job confronting John. It was like the final scene in the movie where the monster looks more hideous than ever. He has his final form. You just completely fucking vanquished him. It was great. Uh, yeah, it was a horror movie. Final <laughs> a lot of form. Ways. I like that. That's good. That's really funny. All right. Uh, Can I ask one thing before yeah, of you course. wrap up? Yeah, what's up? I'm not a pool player or a snooker player. Mm-hmm. Why is green felt a burn? That's a good question. I was wondering the same thing. And also the fact that he spent $10,000 on a pool table that he no longer owns. <laughs> that was in a house that he no longer owns. is not really a brag. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty stupid. With nobody to play against. Jesus. Yeah. If I had to guess, that $10,000 pool table was probably not green, and that's why he thinks that yours is cheap. Good point. He probably knows one example and goes, mine was purple Mm -hmm. and it cost a lot of money, so (laughs) green must suck. Because, yeah, I've seen billiards on TV and shit. I think green's pretty standard, but (laughs) I don't know. I could be wrong. Annie, what are you going to be um, moderating Patty's feed again? Does he have a schedule now? What's his deal? You know he has nothing mm. like a schedule. Not even close. I was hoping. Um, I have no clue when he's going to go live. He hasn't tweeted for a couple of days. He hasn't 
commented on Instagram. As far as I can tell, he's just kind of been offline for a couple of days. Oh, so. do we need a wellness check? Oh, yeah, I think we do. That's too bad. Mm. All right. Well, we hope he's back soon. And uh, Cardiff, Annie, Chris, Andy, thank you all for joining us today. Have a good week. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's it. over. <laughs> that was a great episode. That was really great. Bye. Bye. A plane has hit Ivory Watch at Carly. Boom. <laughs> His mom. Boom. Boom. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>